This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. Ooh, good stats. This Week in League. With 750 grand per year to spend, Corey Norman will be able to afford a homebrew kit that isn't attached to a uterus. Jesus Hain performing miracles, turning rotors into whiners. What does James Roberts and Wayne Bennett's wife have in common? These days they're both getting punished with a softer rod. And we preview all the action for round 25 of the 2016 NRL season. All that and more this week in League. Welcome to episode 236 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. How you going, buddy? Good, man. How's that light going over there? It's off. The light's off. Excellent. It's propped up, held away from anywhere I can touch it, and it's at an angle where I can see it, where you can see it. I can see it, yeah. I'm going to keep Leah. I'm not, I'm not looking at your dick all episode. What I'm actually doing is um, <laughs> just looking at that light. <laughs> I can see the light. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, look. It was, uh, we knew, we knew what was, we knew what was coming. I mean, we, cause at the time we were like, oh fuck, okay, when did it go back to? And we sort of, we knew what we were dealing with, we were dealing with 20 minutes or something. And at the end of the day, in a two hour sort of situation, the, thank fuck it wasn't the whole episode. Yeah, that's that's, that's all I'm saying. Thank fuck. And now I know to, to actually keep an eye on like the waveforms and the thing as well and make sure I'm still seeing shit there. Yeah, I'm just keeping you honest. Yeah. Cause sometimes like when I'm editing, like sometimes the, especially if you're like pasting other files in like um with the other shows I do and they're not done in person they're done like over Skype so yep. so the other the other host will, will record their side of the conversation locally so the so that the the sound is perfect mm-hmm. like it's not like grainy Skype sound yep. and so it's perfect then I'll just t- chuck them in Dropbox and we'll just drag them all together and so it sounds like it's perfect you know we're right there yep. like sounds exactly the same as this but um and so <laughs> there's no waveforms you can see and when you drag another file in Sometimes it takes a while for the program to process it and actually show that there's waveforms there. So I don't never really thought of it as a. If they weren't there, I was like, "That's okay. It'll catch up. It'll process. It'll and, you know, it'll, it'll process, and it'll it'll you know they'll they'll, they'll turn up there eventually." But uh, yeah, no. For this one, they're gonna they're gonna need to be there live, <laughs> and I can sort of see them there live now. So yeah, so we're all good. Yeah, no, I didn't have a good tech week last week. No, <laughs> yeah, go and tell them the I, other one. I was last. <laughs> I was a working single dad. Yeah, all yeah. The last week. Um, and was running on about two and a half hours sleep. You mad, mad respect now for that. Uh... <laughs> um, and I again, I'd gotten home. That and uh, went to throw a little bit of dinner together for myself. I'd already fed the boys. they yep. they're fresh veg and lean meats and all that good stuff. And I've gone the old Campbell's. <laughs> And I've just whacked the full can in the microwave, set it on for two and a half minutes, and walked off. So how how, how far how far did it get through the two and a half minutes? I have no idea, but it made a noise that wasn't good. Oh yeah, and, yeah, it was all sparks fly. So, yeah. so, yeah, it's and, a beautiful um, thing. Yeah, so that was a trip to the good guys. Oh, you did fuck so, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like at the end of the day, the microwave got it worse than the show did. Exactly. So, <laughs> so that's fuck. The moral of the story is. Your missus. Be nice to your wife so she doesn't leave you. 
Yeah, you, you, yeah. you got it coming. <laughs> yeah, no, she's a trooper. She was um, having some pretty serious surgery, and did you find out about the microwave? Came out the other end. Like, when did she find out? Did you, did you see? Oh, there's a new microwave. Or fuck that, same make and model. Yeah. <laughs> as far as she's concerned, I cleaned it. <laughs> good, good thing. Good thing she doesn't listen to this. Show. <laughs> As we always do at the start of the episode, welcome to the new listeners. Um, thanks for stopping by. And I, I said it last week, you know, it was like, there was a big spike of about 30% last week. Fucking, I, I, was, I was uploading the MMA podcast, which is on the same hosting, um, in the same account, dashboard as the, as the uh, This Week in League. And I was uploading that last night, and, I, and This Week in League is like the default show for the account, so the little stats graph you see there, and I'm like, huh? The fucking, <laughs> the spike was fucking that bigger again on last week. Like last week, the day day one of release last week was like the third biggest day in the history of the show across. And that's going back to like a second or third only to two days that occurred sequentially next to each other back in, in like whenever the fucking Apple uh, featuring thing happened. Yeah, yep, yeah, like, I remember that. Yep, that was massive. And, yeah, and those days were significantly bigger than the, than these days, but still, this was the clear third. And I, I, I remember looking like it was. It's easily the biggest day this year. And so I remember, I just, I remember like expanding the graph right out. So I just had graphs from across the entire time we've been hosted on that, on, mm. on that hosting thing. And it was like that one was massive. And then there were two, all the way down here on the left, there were two, there was another big one. And there were two days they were so close to each other, right next to each other. But um. Fucking, I, I would love to know where they're coming from. Welcome everybody. Let us know if you if you are new as of like literally like last week was the first time you listened to you because there's it, it literally it amounts it amounts to probably like it'd be like two thousand people like that that hit it on day one that didn't normally. So I don't know whether it's it's and like the this and the stats of the the episodes. It's not like it's people who listen to it on Sunday. Yeah. And just brought their timetable. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's yeah. it's it's actually like new people. And so if you if you're from the last two weeks, the first episode you listened to was one of the last two weeks. Where and you found out about it somewhere that we may not know about. Let us know because I'm I'm fucking baffled to be honest. Now, and I don't. If, uh, if you are new, yes, either jump onto Twitter, yes, at TWI League, mm-hmm. or if you do not Twitter, jump onto This Week in League on Facebook. Yep. If you if you're happy for us to know your name. Or if you're not happy for us to know your name, go and create a burner email address and yeah. send an email to. And if you've got one of those accounts on Facebook where no, if you've got one of those accounts on Facebook where you where, where it's like it's like you know Bob Bob and Jenny Smith, like <laughs> don't even fucking worry about it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> if you're one of those if you're one of those joint account motherfuckers like for starters go wait till your wife goes to bed go go in downstairs to the fucking breakfast bar or wherever you keep your keys look for a fucking purse find your balls get them out reattach and make your own Facebook account then interact with the show we'd be happy to talk to you but you can send an email as well to hello at thisweekinleague.com and, and, and more unsuccessfully than that you can even even put a comment on the comment section of the website which you know, periodically get seen six months later. Yeah, <laughs> when I'm when I'm in the That's dashboard of the of the of the, of the, of the how content. How fucked is that? That having your own Facebook page now is now a stamp of masculinity. Oh, well, I don't know if it's a stamp of masculinity as much as not having one is a stamp of just absolute fucking cook old fucking. <laughs> 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 the desert, like if like if the, I'm having trouble enunciating, like. If the trust issues are that bad that you can't have your own, even if you were like let's just, let's say you were like a, a, a let's say you were an absolute fucking slut 
and you're mm. all and you're all over the place. You got caught, and yep. even then, to to fucking emasculate yourself <laughs> by going into this fucking <laughs> subservient Facebook account relationship situation. I've, I've got a sleeper Facebook account. A sleeper one. Well, yep. yours is like an alien. It's not your real name. Yeah, that's yeah, it. So, yeah. but uh, I've I've got a sleeper one, which was from my single days. <laughs> is that the one? That, is that the one? No. That, oh, you got another no, one. Oh, an old one. And what's in that old one? It's just it's just stuff you just don't. You couldn't be fucked deleting it. You just so you just had to like push it into a, no, push it down a hole. No, it's pretty much you. You know, on on the day that my wife finally realises that she can do better. Um, <laughs> oh, you go back. You go back and go, bitches. Daddy's home. I'm back. <laughs> daddy's home. Where's my yeah. bitches at? And they're like, oh, you know, got four kids. <laughs> the wheels are falling off this wagon, mate. <laughs> More of me to love. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cushion for the pushing. <laughs> so, speaking of Facebook, though, <laughs> um, David. Because it's Facebook, yeah, people, I don't know if people want their last names, you know, they want their, their shit put out on, you know, broadcast. Yeah. But David, he uh, he commented and uh, and said, <laughs> Lazarus, the Hutchins choking joke nearly made me swerve off the road. I was cacking so hard. I'm never looking at Mars bar the same way again. That's a scarred. New listener, love your work. Thank you, sir. Welcome. And um, great <laughs> great to hear of your near death experience. I'll tell you what. <laughs> tangential <laughs> tangent here. I, just thought, I want to get it out there just to see if anyone can give me the answer to this. It's got nothing to do with football or anything. But this morning I was driving out to fucking butt fuck Idaho to pick up this dog from the dog breeder. Yep. And like, I understand the I understand the appeal of like living on like acreage and you know like having yeah. some fucking land. Yep. I, I get that. Like peaceful. Yeah, I get it. But um, somewhere like Toowoomba. Yeah, well, exactly, exactly. I, I mean, something very near and dearest, you know, decide to have, you know, have have a, a green change. What do they call it? A tree change. change. Tree change, okay. Tree change. Yeah. Fucking hick change. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and, like, I understand people who have, like, trucking businesses and things like that, they they need they want to have these motherfucker sheds on their, you know, yep. and stick their shit in there. That's, yep. that's, that's cool, I get that. Holy fuck, driving the fuck out to, like, out the back of, like... Ipswich somewhere like fucking Rosewood or like you know out past Willowbank and mm. and then the road is you off this road and it's funny the road is goes from like a normal road like one lane each way then it goes to the uh, the road's about five feet wide of, 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 of like asphalt yeah. and then it's just dirt and fucked up <laughs> and it was pissing down with the rain no. so first time the, the, the truck went off road basically and um thank fuck we, we took the four-wheel drive but um on the way passing through I think it was around like Yamanto 10 a.m. It was eight minutes past 10 because I looked on the clock because at one of those little deviation things that go just off the side of the highway where they might pull, you know, truck, inspect trucks and things like that. Yep. The cops were waving every third person through. As you do. Doing an RBT. Yes. 10 a.m. in the morning. Yep. There were about 10 officers there, multiple cars, of big, the big ass testing thing. Yep. What the fuck are these country ass hicks doing out there? What I did that, that would necessitate an RVT at ten AM for the amount of people they catch to yeah. to reimburse to the amount of money the to justify like yeah. ten officers and three cars and all this bullshit. What what I would assume, um, and yes, although it is very fucking hicky to be having <laughs> RVTs at ten in the morning, what I would assume is out there you yeah. would have um, large numbers of factories and or manufacturing. And a large a number of people. <laughs> I thought this cow with his head twisted around upside down, chewing on the electric fence. That was drunk, funny too. Drunk bovines. Yeah, um, yeah. They should have tested that cow. 
and so you'd have a lot of people on shift work. And I dare say that when you went past there would have been, say, an hour after they know the shifts change. So the nine o'clock guys are clocking on and the blokes that have worked night shift have stopped. Hmm, Interesting. And and they've had their post-work brekkie beers. (laughs) So it's actually probably quite ingenious. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm I'm positive there's a good reason for it. I just didn't know what it was because... there's no way that they would be dedicating so many resources to this, oh, yeah, to this no. thing. No, no, you no. Know, yeah, and, and today was a bust because, you know, an hour or so later, you know, we've, we've had to go like an hour past there and then turn around, you know, come back. Yep. And so two hours later, we go past there again and there was one car parked there mm. and the cops were all gone. Yep. So they've only got one guy essentially that had to leave his shit there and get taken away. Either that or they or, got 30 really quick and yeah. by the time they got back, <laughs> and be there. all the toeys have already been through. <laughs> But yeah, that was uh, that was my adventure of the day. Um, now let's go to the mailbag. Um, this week in technical J issues, <laughs> it's Mutsy. Why well, aren't you a bright spark, Jay? <laughs> Kick at the hunt. Look, if real dad runs out on us, at least get a stepdad who knows how to be a dad. Disappointing. <laughs> and so I've loved the the way that these these things just. <laughs> organically form through the years this whole wheel dad stepdad situation that someone started and became a thing uh, Voodoo Rock if you can hear Jay on the latest this week in league congratulations you passed your hearing test hashtag careless whisper great great title That's, for the show that was yeah. a great title uh, the Blue Steelers can you please fucking tape or glue that mute, mute button so techno retard doesn't ever have the chance to fuck it up again <laughs> hash fuck's sake cunt <laughs> Some of the criticism is harsher than some of the other criticism. Look, um, at, at the end of the day, I yeah. am in full admittance that it's basically just not pressing a button. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I felt at at not pressing a button. And I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure that the neither Glenn or myself actually hit that button at any stage <laughs> in like six years, <laughs> and you thought twice that you've done it. So it's obvious, there's a clear like behavioural issue needs to be corrected. <laughs> with the newspaper across the nose, <laughs> spray um, bottle. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, at Twill only. So Nathan of podcast, can you please get Dick Fingers a headset mic and zip tie his hands behind his back, please? <laughs> well, sir, in fact, it is a headset mic, but a headset mic. I mean, maybe a wireless one. You need. You mean because yeah, like something that the wire is the biggest fucking problem. Maybe that's an off-season thing. Upgrade these fuckers to wireless because it would be so. It, <laughs> just the fucking desk hassle, you know, with stuff getting knocked over. Yeah. It'd be good. Um, blue underscore beaver. You know what? I can I yep. can see those big, thirty style silver fucking things. Yeah, with the boom. So boom coming yeah. over the back there. Like, yeah, mount those motherfuckers. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, blue underscore beaver. The Tommy Turbo effort slash cry face is the same one I make when Jay mutes his mic. <laughs> <laughs> Hash, <laughs> Hash stepdad unplugged. <laughs> Mitch Doyle thirteen. That was the most... And then, then it turned around to Killer doing the previews. Mitch Doyle 13. That was the most insightful and even-handed preview segment in a long, long time. Great stuff. <laughs> and look, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I'm trying to pass down my legacy, which is basically being a gronk, um, to, to this child and, and, you know, teaching the things he needs to know about, you know, the storm being cheats and, you know, yep. the eels being cheats and the dogs being cheats, the Broncos being cheats, Cronulla being cheats. Like, you know, all, you know... Jamie 15, Lyon 15, being a diving cunt. Has that come up? Jamie Lyon being, being a legend and, you know, because my son's name's Killian, you know, nickname becomes Killer. There's an association there. Slip that one in because wife wouldn't let me have Menzies as his middle name. So he's got the Killer thing in there and yeah. so she, so he's, he's down low, still got the manly name. Um, you know, that, that'd be like, you know, this poor kid's going to grow up and realise who he's named after. It'd be like some poor kid in Southeast Asia somewhere whose nickname's Pol Pot. 
Yeah, but I mean, he played. He 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 played at such a fucking great game for the fucking Cambodian. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about fucking? You want you want to talk about brutal hits? Like, I mean, that fucking guy. He took out. He took out. Single, he took out teams single handedly. I mean, he was that. He was that good. I mean, you want to talk about X Factor? <laughs> <laughs> execute factor <laughs> that's where it originated <laughs> boom problem solved I've got yeah, no nice. problem with that term now all of a sudden um, uh, but the, the point you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do the right thing and teaching to be an absolute grok and hate every other side but it hasn't quite taken yet which is why he was so even handed and, and why he didn't like I had him primed to grok off on some stuff and he just, and he, he just didn't you know, he came down to, yeah. Yeah, he didn't do it he was, he was just too nice um I'd, I'd say that's because of he was getting his, ready, mother, his mother's influence, making him an even-handed, productive member of society. To go on the, he was getting ready to go on the Tigers and Decline thing. Like he, when, when Glenn had come over, you know, there was times when I'd had him primed to say stuff about Tigers and Decline, and he'd say it and just like, you know, piss himself laughing because yeah. he knew what he was saying. Uh, D. Mateo, good no killers not exposed to the debauchery of Twill because he would never have chosen the Tigers. Actually, <laughs> Tigers and Decline. Yeah, no, that's Uncle Glenn thing. He loves Uncle Glenn. Um, and... Um, D. Mateo also went on to say, great compassion from the young fellow supporting the mentally challenged great parenting bud. Hash parenting 101, hash tigers in the club. <laughs> um, and I, and I'll, have, I'll have you guys know, actually, when, when these comments came through, and there were a couple that came through sort of back to back to back on the Thursday, sort of, you know, mid-morning or whatever, and he was homesick from school, so I... Um, and so I did show him the ones, you know, thankfully when people are talking about him, they weren't swearing in their tweets or anything. So, so I'm showing him and yeah, he got a kick out of, um, you know, being internet famous. Uh, Caleb Shanks, how good was Killer on this week in league? Didn't mute his mic once. It was so nice to have a professional back in the co <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cruzy's, haha, Killer's a champion. I think Cruzy's met, met Killer before at footy. Uh, sexy underscore Bethany 97. Nate, you got to make Killer a weekly feature on the show. He's so adorable. Yeah, unfortunately, we're normally recording well after his bedtime and it's uh, recorded, yeah. edited, and uploaded while he's sleeping on Wednesday nights. Although the only thing funnier <clears> than a cute kid is a cute kid who's just been woken up. <laughs> Doesn't know where he is probably. Uh, Kim W. Johnson, goodbye, stepdad. Bring on stepson. That was classic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tater underscore chips and no offense Nate real dad and stepdad but killer is the goat podcast host okay spudsy whatever you reckon uh, Lynn Shields oh just heard the last bit with killer what a champ hash legend um, Ma underscore Aaron stepson better than stepdad <laughs> it's a common thing uh, Landry and Matt like I said that, that the, the, the careless whisper was the great fucking title for the potential title for the show Landry and Matt comes in and trumped he said should have called it more killer less filler <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paraman uh, MK2 um, best match previews ever hash killer for co-host I couldn't do it every week you imagine how much the show would change I would have to self-censor myself like every minute of the show that's going through I have to I'm, I'm consciously last, you know it'll last three weeks it wouldn't even last that there'd, long there'd be one episode with a gradual in- incline in shits then go, the odd F-bombs the episode would go, go for 40 minutes because then, I'd, be, I'd be too afraid to say anything I just feel like I can't express myself by week nine <laughs> You'd have docs knocking on your front door as your kid's in here calling somebody a good-for-nothing cum dumpster. <laughs> he's talking to me. He's talking, telling, kids, telling kids at school, like, yeah, about, you know, you know, stuff about, you know, about his Japs eye and stuff. <laughs> um, Paul Mac underscore 78. The role of dad on Twill is like a telenovela. This week, our new dad was our real dad's son. <laughs> Ash Twilly novella. <laughs> Uh, Dean K88 I only just had time to finish this week's episode Zavo killers all time hash team killer hash smart kid he must have picked the chookies must have um, 
it's fucking on um you probably would have went through this with your kid as well um like this was just like the book week at school yeah. and stuff and you had to have a yeah. dress up day where you had to dress up for something out of his book out of his um, favorite book or out of a book or whatever yeah he did uh no his he was uh training that day okay so didn't get to do the the bookie yeah. stuff they were training so we had the, dre- the dress up thing on what do we mean Mon- no yesterday tuesday and um <clears throat> And he and he, one of his 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 friend at school, and I'm pretty good mates with the with the the stepdad of this, of this kid. Um, and they they dressed him up as the Joker, like the Jared Leto Joker. Yeah, that's phenomenal. And like they just had white face. He had green hair, and um and because because my mate, like you know, back in his you know like school days, you know, used to be like a goth and that. So he had like a long sort of yep. dark red, yeah, you know, yeah, with, in black design, velour looking yep. shirt that he wore as like a gown sort of thing, and. And they drew on him with pen, like all the tattoos. They drew all the tats on his, like, damaged across his forehead, like yep. like everything. And and, and then the te- he's walking around, and he's just going around. The kids just going, like, ah 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> he's staying, and he won. He, he won the best costume in his class. Yeah, nice. So that was good. It's good to see like like weird, like strange kids actually get a, get a win, and like you know, and not censoring himself. You know, um. Paul Mac underscore seventy eight said, uh, "Is Ben Cray retiring? Because this happened like it must have happened just after." I think it happened yeah. like on Thursday through the day, so we just missed it. Yep. But um, Ben Cray retiring, announced his retirement. I didn't. I've, I've had no idea he was still playing for the last three or four years. But um, is Ben Cray retiring to play gridiron like Jared Hayne? He's best known for running back. Was <laughs> 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 so he's best known for running back? <laughs> That's a good one, mate. Yanis underscore Mateus. Anyone get the irony in the dad's debate that our real dad would have completely missed the kindergarten cop references? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Auto George, hey, haha, fuck guys, you had to remind us again about that dumb fucking stiletto fetish. I'm in pain just thinking about it. And by reading your tweet, I'm again reminding you <laughs> about that stiletto video. And uh, Self-fulfilling prophecy, my friend. And this segment is brought to you by McDonald's Strawberry Thick Shakes. <laughs> I was more like a, a stirred up. Hit your taste buds like a stiletto to the dick. <laughs> There you go. You can, dun, 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 dun. You can oh, use that, Maccas. Oh. Special K online. Lemon party is lame. Goatsy is the goat. Look, yeah. Goatsy is, but the, the point is, there's a holy trinity of which Goatsy is the father, <laughs> Lemon party is the son, and Tub Girl is the Holy Ghost. Yes. That's the trinity. So it is, so it has been, so it shall always be. Uh, and and yet, while, while Goatsy is at the head of that pyramid... It's still a pyramid. It's teamwork. And uh, if you want to look at any of the things I just mentioned, by all means, do it. Um, and do it in like a conference work situation, perhaps when there's something up on the projector. Yeah. Just bust it out and just show the guys your knowledge of early internet culture. They'll be really impressed and you'll probably get promoted. Sensational. At the very least, a raise. Mm. <laughs> up hop, shh, underscore. It was better when Jay was muted. I don't hedge on the Broncos. I hate the Broncos and their shit fans. 95% of them anyway. Just because they all played the we're happy to lose to the Cowboys bullshit after last year doesn't doesn't mean everyone likes the other team. And he goes on, this is a three-tweet sequence, obviously. It's more, oh, bro- yeah. it's more Broncos being shit fans and trying to hide the hurt and feigning indifference and their love and happiness for the Cowboys. You know what? There's been this incredible trend lately yep. of the media going out to players' dads for comments. Yeah, how does that keep when, happening? Well, Popshi, when they're not even coming to you as a fucking third cousin, 
of somebody irrelevant. Well, this is this is the thing. I mean, I'm sh- the fucking <laughs> facts of the matter are we established his his, his relationship pe- with Queensland people <laughs> hedge. Yeah, they hedge when their team goes even, out. Even going so far as the storm. Yes, because of Smith because and, the state and of Smith and Co. Players, yeah, yeah. Which is exactly why when the state of origins in Melbourne, it's basically a Queensland home game. Yeah. Now, you can say that you may not hedge on the Broncos, but it doesn't change the fact that every other Queensland person does, except for maybe a couple of Titans fans who don't care about rugby league, apart from when when they've got you know corporate box tickets given to them by some promotions manager on the Gold Coast. Yeah. But, stand by it, every single Queensland fan, every single Broncos fan hedges on the Cowboys, every single single Cowboys fan, except for irrelevant cousins, hedge on the Broncos. Cunt cunt cousins of players who had to leave the Cowboys when they were bad. I don't, know, I, don't my, I don't have my years all straight, but I'm pretty put sure. <laughs> put it this way. Yeah. The minute Ben Hunt dropped that ball, yeah. Broncos fans across the nation were putting on their Cowboys t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> or their, or their, no, if not, if not Cowboys t-shirts, because they may not own a Cowboys t-shirt, but at the very least, they were, they were pulling on like a Thurston number six yeah. Queensland jersey. Yeah. <laughs> and counter to that. Yeah. Every time the Cowboys bundled themselves out of the finals with an actual knock-on in yep. the years prior, yep. the minute that happened, Cowboys fans everywhere were pulling out their I Love Lockyer shirts. Yep. That's it. That's the way it is. That's the way it always will be. Fact. Unless the Cowboys win, like, another five comps before the Broncos get another one. Mm. Then if it starts to get to that stage, maybe the resentment will build to the point where it actually, you know, does yeah. divorce them from that, you know? I reckon the hardest one <clears> will be the Titans winning. The Titans winning, that would hurt, that would actually hurt the Broncos. I don't. I, Broncos do not hedge with the Titans. I'll give them that. Oh no, no. See, they would hedge. This is what like they're that fair weather. Yeah, they would hedge, but it would be like going to the house of someone you fucking detest. Yeah, for a dinner party because you love their wife's cooking. Okay. They'd hate every fucking minute of it. Yeah, but they they'd yeah. do it. Yeah. Just, just so they could say that they're, they're with a yeah. winning team. Yeah, yeah. Your mate and mine, Mr. Wars, <laughs> about to have a gangbang in my this week in league year. I'm the double adapter. And was am I mistaken or was that Dan in that photograph? Yeah, that's Dan. Or, uh, fuck, what's his Twitter handle? At uh, Angry Dogs Fan. Oh, he's actually, he, he, does, a, he does a Twitter? He, he has a Twitter account. Doesn't use it. He has a Twitter account. He doesn't use it. And I think it would be fantastic for everybody in Twill Night. And let me just... Just confirm what it is, and then sure everyone's that's exactly what it is. And what the, and what are people going to send him? If, I don't care. Anything? Okay. Whatever. Something as as disgusting or or n- you know non disgusting or whatever. How Sam's asshole taste? But when when he opens his phone, yeah, it's just going to be eight thousand well, Twitter messages. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, no results. Yeah, at Angry Dogs Fan. Straight through. Straight through. All no right. fuck arounds. No hyphens. No spaces. <clears throat> at Angry Dogs Fan. Get on there and give him plenty of shit. And this goes to like you know Saguna and 
Ben R forty seven as well. Throw just throw fucking eggplants at like just yeah. throw him emojis. You'll yeah, love that. You'll love it. it. Smashing Virtu- with emojis. Virtual shade. Smashing with your eggplant. Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stoic Bunny uh, going back to our discussion about the headgear guys the greatest headgear exponent because he needed it Ronnie Gibbs he used to go to games just to watch him smash guys that's mm. a good one I like it uh, mm. Anth Cagliano A-N-T-H C-A-W-G-I-A-N-O how about a subheading for top 5 players in headgear top 5 ugly motherfuckers who should be wearing headgear <laughs> <laughs> yeah the problem is, I mean, when you say like an ugly, ugly motherfucker, I mean, the headgear's always going to have that face exposed, right? So, <laughs> unless they do like, unless like Albion or someone introduce some kind of like luchador mask style headgear, <laughs> and let's be honest, how fucking awesome would that be? That would be if pretty players cool. are running around with luchador yeah. shit, <laughs> like, if you could solve the, the the clear limitations of vision. <laughs> yeah. But like, you wouldn't see a fullback where the bomb goes up and they're like, oh, I can't sight it through these two slits. <laughs> I got no peripheral. <laughs> Yeah. You look like fucking Jordan Rankin <laughs> out there. <laughs> um, More like Jared Hayne will look this weekend. Yeah, I find I find that unlikely. He's the, the, the goat's going to start doing some more goat shit. MVPs, X Factor, all over you, <laughs> all over you, all, all over the young Darren Lockyer. Um, <clears throat> you understand it's gone, Mateus. Serious question. Oh, we like serious questions. This, as you can tell, it's a very serious show. Mm. The biggest rugby league cunt, <laughs> i.e. Matt Lodge, Anthony Watts, have to keep it the crime, otherwise Cameron Smith would win. Mm. I'm still, I'm still thinking Louis because I think, I think that the combination domestic, of violence, domestic abuse, multiple cases of domestic violence, I think trumps on on a pregnant individual. Yeah, yeah. that's um, that's the way I'm that's the way I'm feeling about it. Um, <clears throat> other people would like like Anthony Watts. Let's be real. He's had a colourful history. Yes. Uh, Russell Packer, of course. You know, quite low. and we've seen the amount of guys like you know sacked, you know, lower guys as well. Yeah. Any any domestic violence guy, I would probably have towards the top. Here's, here's my question. Yeah. If somehow you got it swept under the rug or avoided actual action for it, does that make you a bigger cunt? <sighs> well, uh, because there's all the uh, you know. Hmm. There's all, all right. the times that certain players have been, you know, oh my god, he's glassed his girlfriend. Yeah, and then it's, it's nothing's happened, nothing's come from and it. And then, you know, in later on after thinking about it, it's, oh, look, no. I still think the incident itself determines how big a cunt you are, right? Because a guy could have got away with something small, and you know, you know what I mean? Like, I, th- I think yeah. the incident is probably yeah, the first I'm, line I'm of, the, of here, the criteria. When, when we say Louis. It's yep. easy to throw him out there, and yep. I agree he's the biggest cunt in the game that, yep. that we've ever seen. It It's easy to throw him out there because he got done for it, mm-hmm. um, but there's still a bunch of players out there from yep. that couple of years before yeah, yeah. where it was just not spoken about, swept <laughs> Free for all. Yeah. So... Interesting. Let us know what you Don't think. Those I have a feeling that the answers are all going to be fairly fairly predictable. I don't think anyone's going to throw anything out of left field, but if you've got one... You know, and and it and it's a worthy you know entry by all means. Um, <clears throat> this week in X Factors, Warren Smith, commentator on Foxtel, said, uh, "Ben Barber, if S Flanagan can't convince the X Factor to demand more ball, the 2016 Sharks might go the way of many others." Mm. And that was provided to us by uh, the very helpful ankles of Shunter 86. Yeah, so I had respect for him before you read that tweet. <laughs> Voodoo Rock 
sent this one to you and the show. And there's so many X's and uh, from the account called the Ringer said every NFL team has an X factor. Uh, this guy Dan Kelly uh, broke down all 32 of them. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even click the link. I um, do love though. I sent back to him and said, "What happens if an X Factor gets traded to another team? Do they have a Highlander style?" Yeah, but then he, he came back and said, "No, it was like more like a Voltron it's thing." X Factor Voltron. So X Factors actually plug in and create yeah, lump, some kind of like it. you know unbeatable, you know giant mecha X Factor or something. I don't know. <laughs> This week in Luke Dawn, thanks to the boys over there, and I would send an email through the week. We're like, okay, Luke Dawn's retiring, right? So what are we going to do next year? <laughs> like, what are we going to call it? And so my, my suggestion was, who's like who's a terrible player over there that's thieving? Like a terrible NRL player that's gone over there to thieve a living. It might be like, but based on what we saw, it might be this week in Dave Taylor. Speak, speaking after, of Shanta, last weekend. Um, did you see that the, uh, the London Broncos are going to be playing two ex-Penrith superstars? Together, Jamie Soward. Two great tastes taste great together. And Adrian <laughs> and, uh, and he was yeah he was uh, much maligned old Adrian, the world's youngest bald man. Yeah. <laughs> he was. It's true, but um yeah. You know, like those poor little kids that have that disease that make them age ten years yeah. for every year. What is that? That's terrible. That he had the, he had that just just on his scalp. <laughs> <laughs> He was 21 and looked like Phil Smythe. <laughs> Fucking Phil Smythe, there's a name. Uh, that's that's your bald guy you're going with. <laughs> like, bald sports, yeah. you know. <laughs> There's not too many. <laughs> Thanks a lot, gents. Tom and Mark here from the Super League pod to keep you guys up to speed on all things ESL this week in Luke Dawn. And we start, as always, on Thursday night. It was Hull FC 44, Catalan 0. The Hull Islanders versus the Catalan Frozzies. The French side, short of a number of injured star names, can now almost wave goodbye to a semi-final spot. The fat dealer spent most of the game too exhausted to get involved, not that it would have mattered as his side saw half the possession that league leaders Hull FC had. NRL imports Fenua, Talanoa and Pritchard were all big contributors in this one as it ended 22-0 in each half, Hull warming up for next week's Challenge Cup final with ease. And defence won the day in an error-strewn derby encounter between Wigan and St Helens this Friday night. A hat-trick from Cook Islander and Snoop Doggy Dog lookalike Anthony Gelling did the majority of Wigan's damage as the host avenged their recent defeat in this 25-0 reversal. On Saturday afternoon, Warrington were 14 points to 11 winners over the Castleford Tigers. Warrington's cup final preparation gave them a tough test in a tight game that was won on the hooter with a miraculous team try that went from one sideline back to the other before Jack Hughes found space to cross over and score. Without that score, the Wolves would have been ruining Gidley's missed attempts at goal with England hopeful Luke Gale sliding over a drop goal with minutes left on the clock. It wasn't to be for Castleford, who now need a miracle to make the top four in Luke Dawn's farewell season. And in the no-one-got-the-memo derby, it was Witness who didn't get the memo and ran out 40 points to eight winners over an injury-ravaged Wakefield Trinity side. Nothing much at stake for either side in this one except for Pride, uh, where Reese Hambry, Jack Buchanan and Corey Thompson were all impressive for the Vikings. Down in the qualifiers, reports that Sheenius has knocked back an approach from the Eels must mean he's confident his Salford side can retain their Super League spot next year. That looks under threat though, despite Luke Burgess's best efforts as they were beaten by Hull KR 29-12 at home on Friday night. 
A crucial James Seguiaro score on half-time set leads in motion for a big second half and a 42-28 win away at the London Broncos to keep the Rhinos unbeaten in the qualifiers. Rene Maitoura again got the scoring underway for the Lee Centurions as they stay hot on Leeds' heels at the top of the qualifiers with a 30-18 win away at Feverson. It was all over at half-time for Rick Stone's Giant in the final game this week. Huddersfield doing their bit doing their bid to remain in Super League no harm with a comfortable 58-28 win over Batley. Next weekend, it's the Challenge Cup final. Just general staff memberships, uh, had another run on them, so I think we've got probably about 10 left, I think, like that. I think we got, we got through five or seven on them last week, so that's great. And those ones are going off to you guys. Gone, gone off? Yeah, I think they've gone already. So if you ordered one last week, I think it's already um, on its way to you. Gone fucking on top of shit Fantastic. like a boss. Um, <clears throat> Mar underscore Aaron sent us a photograph of himself with one Jason Taylor. <laughs> I think, it was, I think it was a Tig Pies fan day or something like that, you know, like a member's yep. day or you know, some shit. And, uh, yeah... Very, very good photo. I mean, Jason, Jason Taylor, I mean, like the smiliest cunt I've ever seen. Like, he still had like that sour face, but yeah. he was smiling like it was a smiley sour face. I mean, he explained, oh, I have no idea. Yeah. So, sort of small a person has after, you know, maybe they've murdered a kitten or... Yeah. Or, you know, hidden a child's body. That's, yeah. That's the sort of smile Jason Taylor has. Shit and Robbie schnitzel. Um... <laughs> So, and he said, yeah, JT, very happy with his undefeated Astros season. And I, I, I want to know if if the if you raised the shirt and the context and all that sort of thing and <laughs> and explained it to him because that would have been even better. Uh, Jim Pan Z15 sent us a photo as well. He's uh, undefeated shirt on. Uh, down it. I'm not sure exactly where he does his jiu-jitsu, but, uh, jiu-jitsu, but it's, a, it's a Gracie joint, clearly, from the, the gym. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, shameless post-training photo. Got my ass whooped, but undefeated asterisk in BJJ. <laughs> <laughs> Legends. Okay, news this week. I'm just going to continue this streamlined news format that we've been doing the last couple of weeks because, um, fuck, it makes things easy. James Roberts, this one happened, it was just emerging, I think, as we were recording last week, right? Yep. And uh, there were no real details about it. As it turns out, he's had a, a, a bit of a nuisance of himself at the Normanby and yep. and, and so on. Um, yeah, fuck. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those who you know haven't walked in his shoes, maybe they cast the first time. I mean, who hasn't made a nuisance of themselves at the norm at some stage of their life? Uh, however, the Broncos, there was there was a lot of speculation. What was he going to get sacked? Where's he going to go? Blah blah blah. Because historically, Wayne Bennett has zero tolerance for that sort of shit. Well, Wayne Wayne Bennett's built a fair bit of credibility over the years um, in terms of not. A, not copying that shit in the first place, and B, taking players who have had those sorts of issues and yeah, really just telling them that they're, they're, there's no excuse for any any missteps. Yep. yep. Um, and also the way that he like you know then he'll sort of he, he would fire them, but still kind of like they'd have a like a respect thing, and the yeah. door was open in the future, and you know some of them ended up having really good relationships yep. with him, and and that sort of thing. So. <clears throat> Look, I don't. The Broncos have basically have basically fined him twenty thousand dollars, and they've developed a framework and a personal a personal development plan for the player. Yep. That will be instigated 
Yeah, uh, they say instigated. I, I presume. I presume they mean implemented. Uh, but I'm not their PR person who wrote that release, so you know. Quality journalism. Yeah. Uh, quality, quality media personing. <laughs> quality media personing. Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> the framework for a complete personal development and well-being plan for the player has been outlined and agreed to and requires sustained effort from Roberts, his management, the Broncos club and coaching staff. It will include personal undertakings, community service on designated player days off, and a consistent review and updating of the program, which can be overviewed by the NRL and the NRLPA. So it's like when they say well-being plan, I mean, it makes me think of the, the WWE and their, and their wellness policy as well, which is, you know, was implemented after they started getting lawsuits for you know, guys being on roids and shit. And so now they've got this well-being thing where, you know, they'll suspend, they'll suspend, you know, wrestlers for, for stuff. And, uh, yeah, and, and like, they'll suspend, like, after Brock Lesnar uh, pissed hot twice after his fight in the UFC, which would, in terms of mixed martial arts criteria, would, would buy him a two-year suspension. WWE, 30 days. <laughs> and so the Broncos' well-being, <laughs> their well-being plan is pretty much yeah. like the WWE well-being plans. Like, it's basically just talk and... You know, Wayne got soft, at, as I said at the top of the show. Yeah. Um, look, at the human level, James Roberts obviously has something in him where he's an aggressive drunk. Yeah. Can't hold his piss. Cannot hold his piss. And I said the same thing about Mitchell Pierce at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. By that stage of your life, by your late 20s, you should really have enough self-awareness to know that you're going to be that bloke on the piss. Yep. It shouldn't be a surprise to you. It shouldn't be anything new. What I'd prefer to see is instead of when this happens, all of a sudden there's these fucking buzzwords that go around and we've got a wellness program and we're going to give him a total self, fucking yep. self-esteem makeover and you know, all this yep. shit. Why aren't they proactive instead of reactive? And Why don't they have these things in place across all players? covering, you know, things like mental health, yep. dealing with family, yep. preparing for life after football. How to order a drink without making a cunt of yourself at the Normanby. Yeah. You yep. know, how to, how to drink beer out of a can directly to your lips. Yep. Your lips on your face. Yep. Um, and not pass it through some sort of vaginal filter, is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, so sort of decanting it. Who who would be filthy here is Mitchell Pierce. Probably the guys like Neville Costigan and Dane Gay guy. And people and, pe- and, and people who were just outright sacked from the Broncos Actually, for, yeah, for, for for ballpark he's similar. In, he's ball, in Newcastle. Yeah, no, I know like ballpark similar yeah. offences, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but it's like it's a guy who who's had these issues before. He's been sacked from two clubs. Yeah, and they and they they knew what the you know if you if you get James Roberts, yeah, you, on the field you think you know you think you know what you're getting like in terms of blinding speed and so forth, mm. but you know what you're getting off the field as well. Exactly, and I think cards on the table. Mm. If you look at Brisbane's depth stocks in and around that centre and wing position at the mm-hmm. moment, there, there's the answer as to why he copped a, a yep. large fine and and no suspension. Yep, that's it. So. Uh, <laughs> there was a a media. Th- a media appearance today from from uh, MVP of the, uh, the MVP of World Sport, Jared Hayne. Um, <clears throat> I'm saying I'm not even being sarcastic. I, the, the the guy's the fucking grace of all time, um, all sports ever. Um, fuck you, Michael Phelps. This is and you seen you saying Bolts. This is they can't do they can't they they can't catch a high ball. They can't bust a tackle. Motherfuckers. 
Let's see them cover. Let's see them bust through fucking ten defenders. Saint Paul probably couldn't even walk down the street in Chicago. <laughs> so, for some reason, I actually don't know why, but for some reason, the Titans just it was like just a, you know they they offered Hayne up to you know field questions and so forth, and maybe he had something he had to get off his chest and requested to be well, given almost that. as a sacrificial lamb. <laughs> Would you say? Well, let's face it. He's dealt, he's he's dealt with the media the likes of which no other players dealt with in, yeah. this, in this country. The way that the, you know, the fishbowl microscope that the, yeah. that all players are under in the in the states. But um, it seems like he, he he just wanted to throw out a bit of a rant about about media, talking about media blowing up stuff and everything. And the thing that the the the, the hilarious thing about this is he has a rant about the media. The media take the rant, pull one line out of it. Twisted around, and then everyone turns on turns on Jared Hayne because they read the fucking headline and not what he actually said. Yeah. So, what people what, what people think is that he compared himself to Jesus, and they're like, you know, and people hear that and they're like, oh, this fucking big headed, you know, like arrogant cunt. Who? How? How? how, how you know. And it's even worse. And they they would have fucking loved that because if people don't hate Jared Hayne, yeah, stats show that we're becoming less and less happy about. Religious Christianity, Christianity yeah. as well. Yep. Um, and so there's another one. Oh, he's a fucking Bible basher. Yeah. Yep. There's the other angle that I love that. that they'll get him from. So, but what he said was he, he talks about you know yeah he's getting slammed in the papers and he understands it's about selling papers and getting viewers and it's not the truth. Uh, so he reads the Bible and and that sort of thing and um and he said that. When you read the Bible, you realize everyone hated Jesus. You've got to put that in perspective and realize how much he stood up and was and, and was still him. He could have easily lost the plot and lost his shit, but he kept it together. Mm. So it's basically he's just he's just you know paraphrasing a, a rephrasing you know like a haters, yeah, you know thing. But look at, at the end of the day, you know, Jared Hay comparing himself to Jesus. I mean, it's just so it's so inappropriate anyway because I mean why would Jared Hayne the fucking goat that can do it all why would he compare himself to some imaginary cunt <laughs> like that's that Jared Hayne's real I've seen it with my fucking eyes here's, man I've seen I've question. seen him here's my do question his thing. to you Jared Hayne or you Nathan his proxy yeah. yep chop we're Adam and Medium, Eve media manager we're Adam and Eve created with assholes. <laughs> did they have assholes? <laughs> Look, mate, I don't know. I'm not a biologist. Because if I'm they, just a Jared Hainologist, all right? If they have assholes, yes. that disproves creation. Because how could they have been created to live forever and not sin and not do any of this stuff if they didn't need to eat and shit? They well, couldn't die. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to explain fucking some some story from fucking years ago, mate. I know, but what I'm saying is that's all. That's all Nathan Cleary needs to whisper in his ear this weekend. Did Adam and Eve have assholes? And he'll be that head fucked for the rest of the game. <laughs> I don't think Nathan Cleary will get that close to him. Maybe ask for an autograph. Think you seen the, the fucking kick chase on that rookie of the year? <laughs> seen the fucking kick chase? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, then, yeah. Look again. Jared Hayne seems pretty grounded. I'd, He's not blowing up at the media, which is what they want. He's, he's yeah. pretty calmly sitting down and going, you know what, you guys are all fucking sleaze bags, and here's something else for you to sleaze over, go sleaze. Yep, go fuck yourselves. And um, doing I'm exactly Jared what he said. Yep. Um, but, uh, again, people people in Australia, you know, love a winner, but hate someone that knows they're a winner. That's very good. So. Yep. It's true. It's true. Um and they also hate people that don't, don't win as much and, and, and 
go fucking get rank in Las Vegas and get bashed like fucking Allenby that loose cunt fucking hell I'll tell you what that dude's watched Hangover too many times <laughs> had a fucking naked Asian dude in the boot and everything Benji may have played his last NRL game after he was dropped from the Dragon side to take on Parramatta on Monday uh, he he! I believe that he won't be. I, I believe that he'll be spared the indignity of playing for like the Cutters or whatever, yes, like Reggie's. They have said that he won't be forced to run out for reserve grade. Yeah, he'll be. Sounds like he's almost taking on a coaching role or a, a halves coaching role for one game. Yeah, I think that was more like you know the, the speaking to you know what a top bloke and team yeah. player he is yeah, by yeah. immediately you know going to speak to the the youngster Hutchins that's going to come in and Hutchinson sorry it's going to come in and um <laughs> Hutchins, Hutchins, yeah and fuck up the ass with a Mars bar <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, I mean yeah he, ben, Benji immediately offers his assistance to the to the young playmaker Drew Hutchins who's who's on Sunday Sunday morning is found fucking hanging from a doorknob <laughs> Drew Hutchinson that would be and so that, like that somehow bulletproofs him from <laughs> What <laughs> erotic asphyxiation? <laughs> oh, fuck. So yeah, uh, Benji for whatever reason has been made the scapegoat for everything going wrong with the Dragons. Which is look, I'm I'm, I'm not a massive, I'm not a fan of Benji. I mean, I've, he's had to be someone that I've ridiculed for years because Tiger's in decline. I, I get that. However, if you think that he's the fucking sole reason that the Dragons aren't firing. He's he's not the sole Give reason. Me a fucking break. He's not the sole reason dragons aren't firing. However, he's not doing anything to stop them from misfiring. No, but the, neither's that's what I mean. Like neither's the, the sixteen other cunts that yeah, aren't either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, no, maybe let's let, let's take but, let's take your mate fucking Debellin out. I mean, because he, he goes good. But and, uh, and Aiken, he's alright too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dugan's, I'm, I'm Dugan's Aiken fucking fan. garbage. Yeah, Aiken fan. But what's Dugan? He's on a he's on a lot of fucking money too. He's not doing oh, jack shit. Yeah. So I uh, I. I Frizzle Manizzle, he's awesome too. I SMS my mate Zeb um, the other day and we watched the, the Dragons game. Yep. And um, no, I was I was out and I saw the the score on Sports Mate. Yeah. I'm like, man, have you guys signed anyone for next year? And he's like, no, but not signing Benji's like signing Thurston for a dollar. <laughs> so, um, yeah, look, Benji isn't completely to blame. Um, yeah, it's always sad when one of the former greats goes out like this. Yep. But at the end of the day, it's either him or the people around him who haven't said loudly enough. Yep. Man, yep. It, it's time. Yep. You know, it's it's time to hang them up. Uh, where are we next? Um, this is, I just got the headline here because apparently they're saying that like Iwate obviously being out of favour at the Knights hasn't played for weeks in the first grade. He's on about 450 Gs. He may seek a, a release. They're saying to join arch-rival, Newcastle Knights arch-rival, Manly. Which is like, fucking, how many old cunts do you want to get into the side? Like, Uate, you know, get him like six years ago or something. Yeah, of course. He was he, one of the greatest, he was a great winger in the game. He, he's now the... What's he done lately? The Uate quiet Friday night in with some tight... Yeah. Take away and, and you know, with some players, you know, you know, a change is really, you know, just yeah. they just they remember what they were and they, you know, they forget they're playing with a pack of cunts, like you know, playing like shit and weren't getting enough ball and whatever. Yeah, there's a Lewis example. He's had a renaissance. Yep, yep, exactly. So, um, but not interested <laughs> at all. Look, I love, I love, love the Uate party back in the day, but fucking yeah. like you said. So, would you would you take a, a Uate quiet gathering? Yeah. Um, over Willie Harmy? No. 
Okay, there you go. Willie Army's actually very fucking improved player. Yep. I'm I'm very happy with uh, Willie Army at the moment. I mean, you know, would I be happy if he wasn't in the side? You know, I mean, there was someone better than him. Yeah, of course. However, he's been the least of the, he's been the least of their problems. Um, Knowing Barrett, he'd probably play Uate at number six. <laughs> he's looking for that elusive five eight. So he signs fucking fucking Frank fucking Winterstein or whatever, who hasn't played NRL for sixty eight years. Um, <laughs> Oh, fucking no. I don't, I don't know what goes through that cunt's head. Not results, that's for sure. Um, and Jamie Lyon, unfortunately, won't get to finish his career. He won't get to play this weekend. I'm fucking so glad I didn't buy tickets and, and flights to go down because I would have been pissed off if they you know, pulled him and he was injured, you know, like yeah. this week, yeah, like a week before the actual game. Um, but just have to pay tribute briefly to the great man who, um, who, in my opinion, is one, yeah, maybe, well, yeah, maybe the greatest fucking signing. Like the club ever made, certainly in the modern era, and and really like one of the greatest signs that any club ever made in the modern era, and then ultimately took the club to to four grand finals, two premierships, world club challenge win, uh, four time Dalian centre of the year, uh, and two time Dalian captain of the year. So big bucket of win, legendary career, can shoot a pig. Yeah, and, but, uh, but you know what? This year, this year with the diving, Jamie Lyon diving. He got tripped over once, and I mean, everyone's on Josh Reynolds, like, you fucking trip every car, but they don't talk about Ethan Lowe. That's because he, he wasn't they near him. They don't talk about Ethan Lowe, who's fucking sticking out the legs, tripping these fucking guys. I read the credentials of the man. Because, it's because people understand the laws of physics and know that a foot has to come in contact with a leg for it to count as a trip. I mean, you didn't see, you didn't see, you didn't see, but, you didn't see the old cunts out there fucking putting the trip on Daily Messenger, did you? Jamie Lyon's legacy, and this is how he will be remembered, everywhere. Is the greatest Everywhere. fucking standard to play the game. It it reminds me of a historical figure. There was a a king named Agenon, and he's on his deathbed, and he's got his sons around him, and he says, "My sons, be careful with what you do. I fought many wars, but do they call me Agenon the Brave? No. I." Saved many surrounding cities from oppressive enemies. Do they call me Agonon the Liberator? Uh, no. My sons, you fucked just one goat. And that is how Jamie Lyon will be remembered. As a diving, soccer-playing cheat. He will be remembered as the greatest centre to ever play the game. And I say that without any hint of bias. And certainly, certainly one half of the greatest centre pairing ever to play the game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, Who do you play yeah. with a Parramatta? Fuck, I care. Who are you talking about then? Fucking Stephen Matai, Esquire. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> do you even watch rugby league? Isn't he still playing? Technically, he's injured. <laughs> Fucking neck surgery, man. <laughs> You can't mess around with that shit. Next to a tree over there. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and much, much more. Uh, and I hope you guys have been putting in the fucking player polls at the end, too, like, you know, so these guys are getting some decent data. 
after, after, ma- after matches. But we um, <laughs> going back to the theme of last week's episode, Noughts and Crosses. He's changing his fucking Twitter name. It was better when it was Astro Noughts, man. What the fuck? Um, greatest preview round of the season, Team Killer and Sportsmate bring up a graph showing a swearing decline in the final segment. <laughs> well, it would look like a, it would just it would look like a cliff. <laughs> there is a high level of swearing, and then there is zero. <laughs> the end. It's not so much a graph. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the absence of, just just chop the graph off and go you don't need you don't need to it's like this is whatever the opposite of extrapolation is <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah and, and sportsmate yeah. wisely uh, ignored that, that that frivolous request because mm. they got they're fucking they're spending all the time bringing you the greatest rugby league fucking app it's fantastic it is mm. it is any stats get your fucking eggplant Man, I, I spoke about this, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but there was a an article I'd read about um, one of the, I think it was a Herald Journal, um, had spoken about the curse of playing Monday night. Mm-hmm. And I put a bit of work in, and when I had some time, yep. a sportsmate made it amazingly easy to, uh, to get in there and see it. Someone on Twitter, and I'll... One second to get in... Uh, fucking riveting Cracker Sean <laughs> Cracker Sean actually tweeted Sportsmate and yeah. asked them the question that I was working on about uh, teams that played Monday nights winning the next week yep the the article seemed to suggest that if you played Monday night you were cursed to lose the following week yeah that's that, that doesn't when, sound right when in actual fact you have a 57% chance or thereabouts yep. Of, of how next deep, week's game. How deep did you go on that? I I started pretty high level. Because... The fact that this year, 22 teams that have played on a Monday have won the next week. Because maybe you can help me out here, because I have a hypothesis that of the 57% that, that won, then of that 57%, how many of them played on the Sunday or the Monday following. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like, at that. Like I, the, the, the losing teams, the, the ones that did, like the 43% of losing teams, were they the that. ones that had to turn around on like Friday, Saturday or? No. I, I looked at that and I think it was far more, it f- came down far more to, is that team a good team of rugby league players who would have won that game next week regardless <laughs> of when they played? Which is fantastic. That's why, that's why, um, that's why stats are good stats because you can just make them say whatever you want them to say. Yeah. <laughs> Look, there, there were enough occasions where the teams um, on on the that played the Monday didn't play the next week. Mm-hmm. There's enough buy rounds now and yeah, sure. and origins and, and that sort of stuff. And then there's the the Monday night fact that when the games are selected for the rounds and Channel Nine's taken their pick and, you know, historically and Fox has taken their pick, Monday night is lower on the list of priorities. But, you know, again this year there's been a lot of Melbournes on a Monday night. There's yeah. been a lot of Cronulla's on a Monday night. Yeah. So I'd say that's because there's like, you know, probably a commercial reality of Channel Nine not picking them for that reason yeah. and having them left over and then so Fox probably like fucking beautiful that's it we well, actually no, got a no quality game no one predicted Melbourne doing any good this year so yeah it's true uh, but no get on to sports mate spend some time in the app you know swipe around on it yep. there's, all the menus are really intuitive down the bottom there's a section you can get to which is just you know player stats heaven mm-hmm. you could actually trace and plot Nathan Cleary's path to being the greatest player to ever lace on a pair of boots um, he's already the most dominant half. What I will say game, about Nathan Cleary is he he is, he is absolutely he is absolutely in in the first year in the first year of a future second year syndrome player. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
There's some sort of syndrome. What are you saying? Well, autoimmune defense. <laughs> they have to create some sort of classification for him because okay. he's he's not not at the level of these fucking plebs in any other team. <laughs> and fucking looks good while he's doing it too. Yep. Most yep. photogenic half in the history of the game. It's like you never seen Jeff TV play. Search for sports mate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. Thursday night football, Suncorp Stadium, crowd of uh, just under 28,000. The Brisbane Broncos 20 defeated Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs 10. Uh, the 20 for the Broncos came uh, tries to Opasic, Hunt, and Thiday. Kahu, two or three conversions and a couple of penalty goals. The Doggies 10 points came from tries to Bmoz and Cassiano. Mbai, one of two conversions. Yeah, the um, the dogs are, I think are very lucky to be where they are on the ladder. I just found this to be a fucking repugnant game that didn't really have a lot recommended for yeah. either side. Yeah, considering the po- the positions that these guys are they are on at the table and that they were playing, they had a lot to play for. Yeah, you know, double bites in the final. You know, what I mean, like it was, it was shit was on the line. There's a lot of Brisbane's back talk around. Yeah, and whilst Brisbane are certainly more improved well, than they have they're been. They're winning. They're yet to come up against an opposition that'll actually test them. Yep. And and that's what you come up against for the most part in finals footy. Yeah. Um, the dogs just they they're plotting. Yeah. Their big men aren't sure of themselves. They they're stuttering before the line mm-hmm. in, instead of running through it like they were at the beginning of the year. They they're pretty much the footy equivalent at the moment of having a thirteen inch dong but being too afraid to talk to girls. <laughs> That's the Bulldogs. <laughs> it, uh, they know what they need to do, but the lack of confidence in themselves and the blokes around them is making them slow and cautious. Got the 13 is dong, but they don't have the fucking... They don't have enough fucking testosterone to get the to, to fucking <laughs> get, it, to or, get it up. <laughs> or, or a stiletto. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, you know, the, the Broncos are are always going to be, like I said last week, you know, functioning at 80%, and they'll, they'll worry a lot of teams. Yep. And for them, it's the right time of the season to be coming into the form, regardless of who it's against. It's a win, and it'll give them some confidence um, going into next week. But the the Broncos' real test, I think, will be Melbourne. Yeah. When they come Fair. up uh, against the Storm, and I think that'll give a much better gauge of how they're going to be heading into the finals than this game against the Dogs. Yep, I would agree with that too. Um, now, the biggest tiger. The police chase in the Blues Brothers was less of a car crash than these teams in the second half. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Siegs, two teams playing for top four, complete rubbish game. 2016 is a weird year. Mm. And I've been quite... The last part of that tweet is worthy of further discussion. I think, I think the quality has been pretty shit as a whole. Like... Yeah, mm. could, how many games can you reach for this year where you're just like that was a fucking amazing like contest, you know? And two teams, yeah, you know, no, at the top many. of their games, slugging it out. You know, there was like a Broncos Cowboys game earlier. You know, those games, yep. the field goal game. They yep. were, you know, both games yep. were Penrith smash Brisbane. Yeah, see, no, I mean, like Penrith are going great, but I mean, that was Broncos. They were in the gutter at that stage too. You know, like, I mean, not so much the first time, but second no, time, fucking competition favourites at that stage. The first time, second yeah. time. They're in the they're in the gutter. They were still favourites. They were they were, in, they they were, were still favourites. Ask were, any Broncos fan. They were favourites. <laughs> well, yeah, ask a Broncos fan. 
Um, yeah, no, I, yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. GT351 underscore Johns, uh, we beat ourselves. Each error cost us points. These two-headed grubs aren't a better side. They just made less errors than us lucky grubs. Mm. I don't know, Johnny. For once, I think you may be slightly not as not as uh, honest with yourself as you usually are. Every week, he's getting a little bit more aggressive <laughs> towards the opposition. B1552, is it just me or are the Gronkos as grubby as the storm? It's not just you, sir. No. Cut from the same cloth. Australia. Corey Parker really embodies the Broncos, doesn't he? Well-drilled, relentless, reliable, utter, utter cunt. And uh, we'll just wait one more tweet, and then we're going to get to that bit too, because I'd almost forgotten. Uh, Auto George, 80 minutes of lemon party would have been a better spectacle than, than the tub girl the dogs produced tonight. <laughs> so I, I left out the party in brackets because you, you don't need to explain tub girl. If people don't know, they can find out. Google.com. Um, so what about this fucking this situation with Cassiano and, and Corey Parker? The sequel to the confusing oh, yeah. series the slap <laughs> and like people and, and people are like oh you know did he know what he was doing yeah he fucking knew he was doing like you see, yeah. you see when he got up he had that sheepish look on his face like I fucking hope they didn't see that and then sort of like looking you know like not looking back but trying to tilt his head enough for peripheral vision to see what yeah. was back there I fucking so hope he, the 16 cameras yeah. around me and one above me yeah somehow missed that and like Corey Parker had it coming <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Mm. If he hadn't been doing what he shouldn't have been doing, yep. then it wouldn't have happened. Yep. But you still can't. You can't just like look back and just donkey kick someone in the yeah, face. No. And then did you hear the stuff that happened afterwards? Like you see when they go and shake hands after the game. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I saw Sam say something. He, he and goes, Parker's turned around and. Yeah. What happened was he Sam, Sam said, "Look, you know, sorry, I didn't mean it." Yeah. And um, and and Parker said something like, "You know, it's surly." And it's so Sam. To defuse the situation, because what you want to do, you don't want to inflame things, you yeah. want to defuse it. So, so to defuse the situation, he's going, well, go have a fucking cry then, cunt. <laughs> 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 and, and, and Ed Park's like, what'd you, what'd you say? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, have a fucking cry. <laughs> and then that's what, that's what it all, yeah. he didn't mean to fucking do it. You know, look, you, you can't really say that you, that you want people going around kicking other people in the face on a football field. No. But what gets me is is the hypocrisy of somebody who has been as grubby in tackles for as long as Corey Parker has. Yeah, yeah. Um, to expect you, that he gets pristine fucking yeah, laid down on pillows made of... Yeah, and again, it's <laughs> it's not like Corey Parker tackled him, rolled off, Cassiano yeah. got up, stomped him on the face. He was holding his fucking legs. Yeah, yeah. You know, it. so... Um, yeah, not good by Sam. I think the two weeks will cost the dogs far more than... Than, uh, than he thought. Yeah, but it'll, cost them, it'll, it'll, st- it'll still cost them far less than if you had afforded it and lost and oh, yeah, you know, gotcha. when, when, when the real shit was starting. You know, yeah, like, gotcha. he'll be back for the real stuff and they'll be there for the real stuff. So, um, yeah, they may they, they won't probably have a, a double bite at it, but um, yeah. he'll be there for their first game. So, fair enough. Uh, Friday night football. The Penrith Panthers 40 defeat the West Tigers 10 down in the muddy puddle. Crowd try of 15,000. The Panthers 40 came from tries to Blake, Cartwright, Yo, uh, Campbell Gallard, the political animal, um, <laughs> Reagan Campbell, <laughs> Peter Wallace, Trent Merrin, James Fisher Harris, six of seven conversions to Cleary. Uh, the Tigers 10 tries to Josh Adokar, Mitchell Moses, and one of two conversions to Moses. Mmm. It, um, you know, I, I was so prepped up to rip into the fucking Tigers on this game and do it, bring in, speak, 
Let it go, bring, man. Bring in the fact that they had been rising and, yeah. and on an incline. Yep. And the Panthers have... Until they came across fucking uh, Jared Hayne, of course. No, it's Nathan Cleary. He's one that damaged him irreparably. And it forced him in. Jared Hayne killed him last weekend and they realised their season was gone and so they just played barley ball. That's, that's um, essentially what happened to you, right? But, and, and that's what I was going to say. It, it actually is a little bit sad. You know, the, the, that was a game. They needed to win that game far more than Penrith did. Yep. And they didn't turn up for it. Yep. You know, they, they had the capacity to really bash us up the middle. Um, they they had far more speed out wide, whereas yep. we're bigger and stronger yep. in our centres and wingers. They, they have far more attacking pace. Um, Moses has the potential to absolutely carve up defences and did do it to us, mind you. There were a couple of times yeah. he made Penrith's defence look very, very silly. But just as a cohesive unit, the Tigers just didn't seem to to want. No, no one was putting their hand up and saying, I'm going to do more than what needs to be done yeah. to get us out of this shithole we found ourselves in. Yeah. Um, which, which was very, very disappointing for, for Tigers fans, I'm sure. Even, even with Tedesco there, um, I, I don't think he turns that game around no no fucking you way know, given no. given there would have been a f- different possession stat yeah. he would have caught a couple of bombs <laughs> up the back uh, and but you know he, even that he he has proved that he can drop a ball when he's under a bit of pressure like any fullback can um, and, and the way Nathan Cleary is kicking I, I made a comment when we played the Warriors that he was kicking them far too shallow Mm-hmm. He was trying to put up those big fuck off floaters to yeah. to get the Warriors players to spill them, which isn't a bad tactic. Um, but they were coming down, giving them far too much field position. Yep. And and he's learned a little bit since that game. Obviously, a listener of the show, and obviously he's taken me as a, a personal mentor in in everything <laughs> he does. Um, so well done. Um, but now he's just putting those a little bit deeper. Giving a little bit more time for the chase to come through. I thought he'd be muting you. Under pressure. Um, <laughs> if he was taking you on board. <laughs> that's it. He just—he's all business, no talk. Get the job done. Um, but uh, I think for for Penrith defensively, a much better effort, which is where most of the concern is going into the final series. So if if they can play like that, I I would say if we play like that at the moment, we'd beat the Dogs. Um, We'd beat the Broncos, uh, and uh, yeah, I reckon to go so far as to say we'd beat the Sharks in their current form if we play like that. Unfortunately, Bigger. we we don't have a history of consistency this year, so that that's yeah. the big thing. Um, there are a bunch of young guys; not many of them have played finals footy, if anyone. Um, but again, another shout out to Peter Wallace. Absolute. Yeah, perfect senior player. All right. Can Benji play hooker? I doubt it. They're getting rid of Mitch Rain. I doubt it. I seriously doubt it. He's not, he ain't going back. There. He's he's done. <laughs> Unless fucking Trent Barrett signs him. <laughs> <laughs> Devin Head. <laughs> this game is like your real dad walking in on your stepdad fucking your mum into a pretzel. Hashtags in decline. Mm. That's some that's some real life shit going on there. <laughs> Um, you don't make that shit up. Wally Frogmore. 
I know the Tigers were definitely making finals this year, so it was too early to call the decline <laughs> at Twill only. I hope Fraud Esco uses this time wisely and watch Moylan, a real fullback tonight. He's come. He's, he's had a couple of tweets going our way this week with the uh, the Fraud Esco business. Yeah, big Moylan fan. Uh, somebody, yeah, Sensational. Or, or, or fucking or hot sauce fucking stole the jam out of his donut or something. Uh, Jim Man Beppig. Tonight was the night the stepdad proved he has a bigger dick and a better car than real dad. <laughs> Mushrooms and Datsuns in decline. Sexy underscore Bethany 97. Uh, team stepdad had... Hashtag team stepdad had more X Factor tonight. Oh, God. That was a great Co- tweet up until the last one. Yeah, the Gold Coast Titans 26. Defeated the Newcastle Knights at 6 at Hunter Stadium. A crowd of just shy of 11,000. And the Titans 26 came from a double to Ryan James. His second double of the year, I believe. Mm. Chris McQueen and Luke Douglas also with tri- tries. Tyron Roberts, 4 of 4 conversions and a penalty. Uh, defeating the Knights, uh, tried Ross Dog and uh, conversion to Hodkinson. Every year, there is one game or so, maybe mm-hmm. two. Yep. That is just a forwards paradise. <laughs> and, and this was that game. Um, personally, I want to read plenty into this game yep. because we played the Titans this week. Yep. Uh, and I really want to see that, okay, you know, it was the Titans. They lacked creativity. They couldn't score points except for barge overs. Yep. Uh, they struggled against Newcastle. They didn't really dominate them. Uh, but in reality, most teams that have come up against Newcastle this year have looked well below where they've been playing mm-hmm. for patches of the game for some reason or another. You know, shit attracts shit. Uh, and and that was a, a Titans team without Rookie of the Year runner-up, Ash Taylor. And Runner-up, you say? Runner-up to the obvious Rookie of the Year, Nathan Cleary. Um, and, and without Hayne for a decent part of the game as well yeah. after um, he was having visions or something of yeah. the future and needed to go and cure some lepers. He had to quickly duck into the Matrix to fucking bring bring down the machines. (laughs) (laughs) He can do it all. (laughs) Um, You know, again, for the the Titans, they're playing with more and more confidence each week, and and that'll give them, you know, the the knowledge that even if they do lose players in the final series, that that they can stay in games on the back of their forwards. So... um, Ryan James was, was obviously fantastic and, and I thought McQueen and Douglas were good as well. Just just solid and and ever present. Yep. None, none of them really went missing, so no, I I, uh, I think the Titans will be the other team out of eight, nine and ten to make the eight. Alright. Fuck all in the tweet in this one. Heavy Nova, heavy underscore Nova. Uh is it, uh, the, the Knights are performing consistently, breaking records and their coach is happy with them. What more could you want? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to uh, Saturday afternoon, the Mighty Manly Sea Eagles uh, defeated by the Storm, 38 points to 18 at Brookvale. The uh, tries, Cameron Smith, Gunigugu, four tries, sensational effort. Bromwich and Kofusi also with tries, and uh, Cam Smith, four of six conversions. Torhu Harris got one of one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sea Eagles came with a double to Brad Parker, and uh, George Tafua got a try in his 100th game after letting four in down the other end. Uh, Matty Wright was three of three conversions. Can I just say, I'll, I'll leave this one to you, um, being your boys, but I fucking love watching, um, what's his name, Convert? Tohu Harris? Yeah. I fucking love watching him kick goals. <laughs> He's the most uncomfortable goal kicker <laughs> you'll ever see. He's just, I don't want to fucking be here. I don't want to be fucking doing this. I don't know why I put my hand up for it. 
and then he toe punts the fucker yeah. over perfectly. The old school. Just, yeah, I, I love I love the old school style. I mean, like, it's and you have to bring like you know like a forward like yeah that kind yeah. of guy in that that hasn't learned the, <laughs> the 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 modern the modern technically you know more yeah. accurate and easier way of kicking a ball. <laughs> it's just like the old way that he used to go and he just fucking rack it up down the he's down been, the park he's as a kid. Doing that since he's eight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, you think they die out, and then every so often a forward comes in out of necessity and he still brings it back the old school. That's great. Um, this game was obviously mainly checked out. A lot of injuries. Um, Parker brought into the side. I mean, I've, from what I've heard, he's been fairly much a plotter in Reggie's, but he's, his first grab option, he's been good. Got two tries. He was fine. I mean, Tafua was very injured apparently. And, um, and like, I, I get the fact that, you know, the team's got a lot of injuries and, I, you know, if, if you're that injured though, that you're going to plot, you know, that you're going to be that limited, then, you know what? Fucking take a seat, get your surgery, do what you got to do, man. Like, yeah. uh, and and even if there was like some sort of second, you know, second tier cap, blah 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 thing, there would have been there would have been a warm body that's played this. Year. I mean, you know, maybe they want to put that guy on the field, but Look, I, yeah. I think that's something the NRL really needs to address. Yeah, yeah, because the, you know, you talk about player welfare. Yep. That, that's the sort of thing where you're going to... One day you're going to get lasting damage. One yep. day you're going to get someone whose doctor says to him, well, look, if you just stopped playing six weeks ago, like I said, yep. you'd be fine next season. Yep. Now, you'll probably never run again. Yep. So. Yep. And I mean, like Manly did well in the second half especially. I mean, they let in two tries really really late in the first half, which blew them, which pretty much covered the margin of the match. And in the second half, they actually came out and, and played really well. Um, came back, you know, almost gave themselves like, you know, a sniff. Um, but at the end of the day... It just it, this this team this year, they seem to get especially motivated to come back when the game's kind of gone, and while that can give fans, you know, warm fuzzies to go like, oh well, you know, we we're going to get smashed, but we came back. At the end of the day, effort is a fucking metric that is valued by the fucking loser. Yeah, like it's uh, not the loser. That's probably that's that's probably not fair. It's it's a metric valued by the person who doesn't want to fucking see the reality of the situation. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's like a Pollyanna fucking stat. Like, you don't... Effort's great, but believe me, you're not talking about effort if you're fucking winning. Yeah, exactly. And, and effort, yeah, it's like... It, it actually makes me sick to, to hear, like... Because when I hear people talking about effort that, that support the same team that I support, I think, well, fuck, we're that team now. You know? Yeah. Like, the Eels, they're big on fucking effort. Panthers, they've been big on effort with their injury toll the last couple of years. Mate, they, they've crazy mad about the effort. Yeah. You I'm know ba- what? You do turn the effort corner. Nathan Brown, uh, uh, he's very pleased with the effort. Yep. Down yeah. there down there in Newcastle. Well, so. Penrith's still fucking ravaged by injury. Yeah. We've got two rep players sitting out yeah. at the moment that, yeah. that should be playing. Yeah. Um, but you turn that corner mm. where, where effort's no longer enough. Exactly. Yeah, and exactly. Then you sign Anthony Griffin. <laughs> Look, you know, he he's looking that he may get you back into the final. So I mean, quite frankly, he's 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 the god that Ivan Cleary never was. Look, I'm just talking that like it's a results-driven business, and like Cleary never got him, did he? Oh, Ivan Cleary's seed <laughs> is excuse the pun, the next coming. So indirectly, so so so, so, in, in, so what you're saying indirectly. In a Back to the Future kind of situation or a Terminator situation, Ivan Cleary saw the necessity for Penrith to become successful, and so so then you know, decades, almost two decades ago, impregnated a woman with the, the sole purpose to be a vessel to deliver this chosen one. 
Yep. It's okay. He actually... Uh, Is that Sarah Connor thing in Bali? He jizzed onto his foot and kicked it into her uterus <laughs> from the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, to have the immaculate conception. Okay. Yeah, you see that Sarah Connor shit in Bali, though? <laughs> Sarah Connor killing a cop. How, how many people are going on Twitter... That cop's obviously an evil robot from the future. Gonna oh, first thing I did was throw up a picture of Robert Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> How do you plead guilty? Why'd you kill a cop? Because he came up to me really creepy, like said, "Have you seen this boy?" <laughs> and I thought he, I thought he was a child molester, so <laughs> I killed him. <laughs> That's not funny. Why are we la- laughing about someone getting murdered? It's terrible. This show is fucking cross the line. Didn't cross the line with talking like you know, making you know cripple jokes about Christopher Reeve and stuff, but yeah, um, <sighs> sexy Bethany, sexy underscore Bethany, <laughs> Storm will like me playing rugby league live three, just passes the Vooney Valo and the score over and over. Yeah, he had some he had some luck in some of the tries, but some I mean he's they've they've found their new fucking like I don't know like you know Israel Folau maybe or yeah he's and <laughs> and good, yeah, man. He's, he's sticking around. Yeah, yeah. So that's, no, he's um, good. I like him a lot. If that's what Bellamy's got out of him after, you know, three quarters of... And he is, at the moment now, he's, like, tied. I th- isn't it... Isn't he got, like, the record... Is it... Oh, more, tr- more tries than your first year. Is it, like, a rookie... Else? It's, like, a rookie try scoring... I think he's tied. I think 21 was the record, and he's got mm-hmm. 21 now. So, with two games to go, plus the postseason, he's... Do they count postseason in those I, sorts of records? I... I I don't know, but I don't. I don't think it's going to matter because he's got two games to go. Yeah. He's going to. He's going to cross the stripe at least once in the next two yeah. weeks, at least. Oh yeah. I mean, it's where Storm's scoring their. You know, that's where they're getting their points. Um, the real Cambo ninety six. The way Fanua Blake is pushing and shoving Storm players around, anyone would think one of them is the cunt's wife. Oh. <laughs> Hashtag white ribbon. Mm. Cassidy Aiden Storm played a great game at Brook, uh, a great game I was at Brookie but I was shit stirring the Manly fans all on the hill great sense of humour took all the banner in stride whole new respect for Manly fans well done yeah. sir which yeah. is just in, it's just indicative of how rotted the culture at Manly has become because you had a fucking you try your, you try your bants in 2011 you died <laughs> you would have you would have you would have been buried under that fucking hill along with all your mates and all your fucking predecessors yeah, yeah. Now they're just like, oh yeah, effort was great. Yeah. <laughs> Yay for sportsmanship. Hooray yeah, sports, yeah. We can't be we can't be arrogant cunts anymore. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm just like <laughs> same same <laughs> I've never changed in the dial. <laughs> Shot eighty six. Goonie Gugu scoring four tries outside of Will Gandalf Chambers surely locks him in as rookie of the year ahead of Cleary or Taylor. So there you go. Fuck you hey, there you go. There's a Penrith guy even, even ordaining. So I, I don't think yeah. it's a good effort. But I'm, I'm, he's, I'm still thinking Taylor. Yeah, it is a half. Is it easy to win rookie of the year Fuck. as a half? Well, it's, it's it's easy to win anything of the year as a half. Like the Dallium itself, like Second yeah, proper the year. Well, yeah, but I don't know who fucking Second like half of the year. But like those those awards are so fucked anyway. Every year they they'll have like the the yeah. the highest polling Dallium prop, for example. And he won't even be in the four they throw up for the... Yeah. <laughs> They'll just throw it at some other... I mean, the, the voting for those of the years are, are ridiculous sometimes. Can somebody please Kanye West it at the ceremony this year about Ryan James not winning Dally M? <laughs> you're saying you're acting like he's not going to win? No, it's, no, we know that. It's a conspiracy. The NRL won't let it happen. Yeah. 
See, James, he only needs a uh, one or That's two more tries. Why Tedesco's jaw in his sleep the night before the game? Yeah, mm. just take the points away. The Illuminati, they work in mysterious ways. That's it. And they have powers. Yeah. North Queensland Cowboys, 34, defeat the Warriors, 6 up at 1,300 teeth. Crowd just over 15,500. The Cowboys, 34, came from a double to felt. Tamalolo, O'Neill, Ray Ray Thompson and Michael Morgan with tries. Thurston, 5 of 6 conversions. The Warriors, 6 points a try to Ryan Hoffman and a conversion to Sean Johnson. Mm. Yeah, the Cowboys have been suffering a bit of a form slump. You know, like you said before, the, yep. the quality of a lot of the these top-tier teams has, has suffered recently. Yep. Um Moving in into the tail end, there's two things for for them that I really liked, and for Cowboys fans, you should be very happy with. Um, JT's hanging back more. It had it had reverted back to that stage where where Coot and Morgan were going to him more often than not. Yep. And Thurston a lot of times was getting the ball unprepared or in situations he didn't want to be in. Um, but that you know, the the quality of player he is. He's recognised that and he'll do something about it. And you look at the first couple of tries that they scored, it was just the fact that Morgan was down on, on his side and yep. Thurston was really in no position to take the ball, be past the ball, be involved in the play, which forced Morgan into a, an attacking kick for for the first one. But um, apart from that, their big men are back to rolling through and Tamalola was just fucking damaging yep. on the weekend. Yep. He he was, was back to where he was sort of pre pre origin, I want to say. Um where where he would just take the ball and have his legs pumping and, and be just destroying defensive lines. So uh in in terms of how they move for for the next couple of weeks, I think it'd be very important to them to go and defend their premiership from a top four position. Yep. And coming up against the the dogs this year, this was a really important game for them to, to get themselves back into form on. Um, for the Warriors, a little bit like the Tigers. You know, it's it's always a little bit sad when you see a team that's playing for their season yeah. that actually has more than just the old, oh, mathematically they can still make it, yep, yep. Um, where their season's still in their own hands. Yep. Uh, and and they come out and, and put in a, a performance like that. Like, the, they completed at 57%. Yeah. The, there's nothing to be happy about No, for that performance. And uh, we didn't get fuck all tweets on that one either, so it says everything. I think the, the Warriors fans, uh, they've bailed. Yep. They, they, they've seen the writing on the wall. They've Charlie gubbed it. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Charlie gubbed it. Is he resigned? I don't know. Well, he got, he got that, he got that, you know, that decent suspension. Yeah. And it's kept him out of, uh, kept him out of the, out of the, the zeitgeist. Which is a shame because I mean that motherfucker was on top of the world after that fucking crayfish thing, <laughs> like that, and and it's it's just indicative of the 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 lack of vision of the Warriors organisation. Yeah. In that, just like the just just the way that they you know, they they can't seem to get you know consistent winning culture into that thing, they can't don't realise when they've got an absolute fucking crack up genius on the books, and that should have been a weekly thing, and you know it wouldn't have been as gold every week, sure. No. But you would have, more often than not, you would have got some amazing but, shit out of that dude. Yeah, exactly. And you could have had him do anything. Go and interview the other players. And just yeah, interview on. players, go out in the streets, talk Look, to, you know. Can you imagine someone who's, A, actually funny, yeah. and doesn't know they're funny, yeah. and doesn't think they're fucking hilarious, yeah. going and doing the same sort of stuff that Bo Ryan does? Yeah, yeah. In New Zealand? Yeah. Well, you know, it'd be like Bo Ryan but before he became Bo Ryan. Yeah. And started fucking, you know, chicks from High Five and whatnot. <laughs> Like, 
<laughs> Canberra Raiders 28 defeat the Parramatta Eels 18. Uh, just under 19,000 now, GIO. The Raiders 28 came from four tries to Branko Lee. Jared Croker and Soliola also with tries. Croker, two of six conversions. The Eels, 18. Tries to Jennings, Semi, and Bevan French. Gordon, two of three conversions and a penalty goal. you imagine how good Croker would be if he didn't lose three times his body weight and electrolytes out of his tear ducts every game? Do you think it would actually make him better, or do you think that he's actually, they have like a special, you know, sort of Gatorade, reg- Gatorade regime, <laughs> yeah. there, like, where whereby he's basically... <laughs> he's just drinking it like every breaking play they're just fucking throw, just <laughs> they're, just, they're, just, they're just throwing a fucking berry blast at him <laughs> um, fuck it was his world out there and they were all just living in it yeah but, uh, did, did some calculations and at this stage of the season if Parramatta hadn't been stripped they'd be ninth yep at the moment so they'd be in that group yep playing for their final survival and it's interesting that the team that had the best game of the round in that position yep. is the team that has no possibility to make the finals because they were stripped. So um, I, I think that goes to, to Brad Arthur for keeping his players in, in that sort of mindset. And yep. they came out and they really shocked the Raiders, I thought, in the first little while. Um, but for the Raiders, like I said, it was, it was just the Jared Croker show. He was running hard onto the ball... He was effective. He knew when to pass. Brinko Lee owes him some fucking drinks or the night with his missus or whatever you give someone for that. But um, Dished it up. Oh, but for the Raiders, like Papali was also very, very good. Um, and he's, I don't want to say underrated, but almost undernoticed. You know, he's, he's one of those guys oh, who, yeah, who gets I? in there and every, every now and again you're like, oh, fuck yeah, Papali's there and he's, He's amazing. Um, he's starting to inject himself more and more. Yep. And and I think the more he does that, it can only be better for them. And Whiten as well, who I'm going to put it out there and say that he may be the most improved player of the season. He's always been very good, but, I mean, the people have been able to hang that got still got paid thing on him, yeah. you know, a, a, a little bit. And I think what's happening is he's being really good consistently enough now that people are it's you know starting to wash it away well he, he used to have rocks and diamonds games yeah you I know, did he'd, yeah. he'd score score a solo try yep but then he'd drop the kick off yep that that was that was his and, but he seems to have gotten a lot of those errors out of his game and his positional play yep seems to have improved a lot which, which comes with age and experience um but uh it, it'll do them good knowing that they can get into a situation against against opponents who aren't easy beats mm-hmm. where where they've let in some early tries yep. to the danger men, to the speed men, like yep. they did with, with Jennings and Anurada and French, um, and they can knuckle down yep. and get it done. Yep. Given from here on in, they're just going to divert to Jared Croker and say, get us out of this shit, but <laughs> you know, it, it's good that they know they can do it. Yep. Sexy underscore Bethany 97. Canberra's goal line defence is nothing short of amazing. Parra really throwing everything at them, uh, especially first half. Mm-hmm. Mitch Doyle, 13. The Raiders are doing all of the right things at exactly the right time. I actually wish them well in the finals. Hashtag no salt. Wow. Andy Kintz, how's that hashtag bag of tears taste eels? We'll keep our dicks. Hmm. Trying to make a thing happen, I think, Andy. Bag of tears. Andrew, you're trying to make a thing happen. I see what you're doing, and mm. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, fantasy underscore NRL CEO. Ever since Jay came on the podcast, I've caught diseases. 
first hemorrhoids, then vertigo, and now the Viking clap. <laughs> then he's got hashtag NRL STDs, although I don't think there's going to be too many more for the list, to be honest. Uh, the Roosters 42 defeated the Dragons 6 at Allianz, crowd of just under 11,500. The Roosters 42 came from tries to Orbison, Madison, double to Tupo. Blake Ferguson got a double as well. Uh, Aiden Guerra with a try. Um, conversions, um, Takayahu, three of three conversions. Lothrell Mitchell, three of four. And a goal to SST as well. Dragon six tries to Gareth Widdop conversion. Gareth Widdop, that's it. Mm. Nice little run at the end of the season for the Roosters. Give the fans yep. give the fans something to to crow about. <laughs> no, so funny. <laughs> um, oh, the comedy. Yeah, again, it, it's it's probably one of the reasons that that Roosters fans and, and Mitchell Pearce can be a little bit dirty at what's gone on with James Roberts. Um, oh, yeah, you're saying that they're are you saying that the Mitchell Pearce thing single-handedly derailed? Not single-handedly, but had a very, very large large part to play in it. Had know. a part, yeah, for sure. Um, it, it may be, though, that, that that's the reason that they're, they're doing so well now is because he's more focused on his footy. and Not, not playing drunk. Out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, not playing with a dog I, in his I, pants. I don't, I don't think this <laughs> game surprised anyone. If... Tomorrow you get a letter in the mail that says yes. an elderly relative has died. You've inherited the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Yeah. What do you do between now and the beginning of next season? Sell them to the Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> Rugby league team. No, it's a cotton station. <laughs> Just sign the paperwork. Yeah. I was, the, the problem is there's been so much like premature and like early transference of players and things like that that I just what's left in the marketplace that could possibly make a significant change to these guys my question is how do you how do you keep somebody like Frizzle how do you keep him engaged how do you keep yeah. Aiken engaged how do you put well yeah just I mean, how, how can you possibly lay out some sort of blueprint that we know what we're doing yeah so don't sign that big money offer that's going to come yeah. from a club that's more successful than we are and exactly. looks to be on a better trajectory. Yeah, yeah, I get you. So it's um, you know, what happened to the team to smash the fucking team. sharks last week though? This is the thing. Exactly, they've got it in them. And yeah, of course, if the team's inconsistent, then they're, they're out of finals contention. Their, you know, their inconsistency is obviously plays a big part. You know, in in the DNA of their season, but mm-hmm. none of that. Just there was just none. None of that was visible. Mm. Nothing at all. Mm. Um, the Foley. Good hands, Blake Ferguson. Probably the first time he's heard that out of court. Ooh. Wally Frogmore. We only lost because of wearing the Illawarra strip. Who says we don't think of the Steelers fans? Hash back in their day. Hash tradition. Uh, Devonhead. Hashtag put out your Bintang singlets. <laughs> He's on the flight. Giannis underscore Mateus. This is like experiencing my worst sexual nightmare where I go to a lemon party with my father-in-law with the stiletto still in. And then he went on to say that uh, said, uh, Giannis again said uh, We are a transfer of Frizz and Aitken Away from being Newcastle I saw that tweet And that, that's yeah. the reality Yeah, that's it That's the reality Monday Night Foot Bitch The Rabbitohs 12 Defeat the Sharks 6 Hand them their third straight defeat A crowd of just over 7,500 uh, The Rabbitohs 12 Came from tries to Cody Walker And Joe Burgess Cook One of two conversions And a penalty goal And uh, the Sharks 6 Came from tries to Wade Graham And James Maloney Conversion. 
Yeah, the um the 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 Sharks built their season obviously on on the back of their forwards, mm-hmm. uh, and and then with with their outside backs having having the the speed and strength and for most of them a, a short kick in them as well to yep. to score their points. If if you look at the stats on this one, they led in a lot of really important stats like runs and meters gained and that sort of stuff. So it points to the fact that execution's a problem for them, mm-hmm. um, and. And their big men seem to have caught the doggy disease, whereas previously, and, and when they were on their their upwards trajectory, the the big men were getting the ball at speed, yep. far enough from the line yep. that they could choose what angles they were running yep. to best worry the defence. Yep. Whereas now they're they're right up on the defensive line when they're receiving the ball, they're flat footed and they yep. they're, just, they're not effective. It's yep. it's basic. Um, the thing that gets me about this one is after, and, and when they don't lose many games as the Sharks haven't this year, it's mm-hmm. obviously more notable. Yeah. But every time they lose a game, Flanagan is fucking refs faulting his head <laughs> off the next day to yeah. anyone that will listen to yeah. him. And I think that's doing his team a disservice. And I think that's creating a an attitude within them that will go count, uh, counter to them. When they come to finals time, yeah, um, because once once you're in that part of the year, sometimes there is no next week. Yeah, so that's sometimes right. not looking at yourself and saying, "Oh yeah, it was just the ref," and Tough. "Oh yeah, it was just yeah. that they they stopped the game when they shouldn't have and gave them a breather and got them back into yeah. it that they shouldn't have." Yeah, there is no next week. You've got to dig yourself out of that. Yeah, that's it. Um, I think I think Maloney's got enough in him to do it. The return of Gallon will boost them. Um, but a lot of people are writing them off. I'm not ready to do that yet. No, you can't write. It. I mean, a team does not win, you know, like 15 or whatever in a row. Yeah. By being, you know, like a shit team. Exactly. And it's very rare where you see a season where a team hits their straps early and continues for the entire way and without a hiccup or a little lull in the action at some point. So, yeah, I mean, they're going to make the finals in good position. So I don't think we need to start writing off just yet because no doubt they'll you know regather themselves. You'd hope. But isn't that lovely? You're right. They won yeah. 15 in a row. Yeah. And what what is it now? Three or four? Three three in a draw. Three in a draw. Yep. And the talks out there. Oh, they they're done. They're done. Yeah. You know that's that's history talking you more can than win 15. Yeah. But lose three and, and yeah. all of a sudden you you nowhere. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, Ben R47. I guess a bunch of Souths fans died because they're holding up those till I die scars, and I don't see anyone there. <laughs> oh, so dead set, that is that is one of the best tweets we've received this entire year. Oh, that's reckon. fantastic! It's great. You know what? You should son, print that print that tweet out. Yeah. And frame it. Does it have the word "cunt" in it? Does it have any swearing in it? No. Because I don't want you to put no. that on your wall and your no. parents walk in and no, does not and see that shit. But no, well done. That's champagne. And Mesut underscore Ossel. A-U-S-I-L. Won't have to worry about Cronulla having a home semi taken off them. Hash sharks in decline. Hash 49 more years. It's a little bit early, sir. Voodoo Rock. It's like they've lost all their pep. <laughs> Cruzy 06. Large bags of juicy dicks for all the dick munching, dick gagging, dick gobbling, dick stroking. Hashtag Cronulla fans. Ooh. Hashtag memorabilia that. Cruzy is very offended by that memorabilia thing. I mean, that's the one that that's the one thing he'll reach for every time now. Some of the, the collectible memorabilia thing. Special K online. Seriously though, I haven't wanked in three weeks. I'm so backed up. I have a salty discharge leaking from my eyes. Hashtag need to spoojle. Now, 
Was that a typo? Or is he saying Spoogle as in Google? Google's porn or something? Or- <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, because it's not Spoogle. I don't know. I don't know. There you go, Kay. Hit us up. Let us know. We, or don't. I, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, that was completely rhetorical. Please don't let us know. Mitch Doyle 13. Uh, no, for real this time, that was the bag of dicks we need to eat before the finals. Okay, <laughs> put your dicks out. Previews for round 25. Fuck me, we're getting close to the end now. Thursday night, the Doggies take on the Cowboys at Belmore. Yeah, it's in Belmore. Um, So as long as the game can go to completion with no violence or stoppages or things thrown onto the field. Mm -hmm. Um, Coming to this, I I think the Cowboys are are heading into their finals form. And I think the Bulldogs are struggling to regain theirs. Um, Without Cassiano on the field, it takes away a... A fair aspect of, of the Bulldogs' potential. To, to be honest, I mean, the, the time the Bulldogs have looked the most dangerous for many a week is the, you know, the, the three or four minutes that Cassiano plays. Yeah. yeah. And I may think, be exaggerating. If you think back to it, it, it was the Cowboys that broke the Bulldogs this year. They had well, their on-off, on yeah, on-off, they yeah, thumped the Bulldogs. They did fuck them up up there, yeah. Yeah, and they they gave them nightmares. Yeah. So, um, no, I think uh, North Queensland will be too strong. Melbourne Storm take on the Brisbane Broncos at Amy, down in uh, Melbourne. Broncos, apparently back. Storm, looking pretty good. They're, they they, they see, I think, that, you know, that machine is just humming along where it needs to be at this stage. Bellamy's done the finals thing how many times now, so it's not a problem for him to, you know, get a side up and taper a side. I think they're exactly where he wants them to be. Completely distracted. Lynn yes. Shields has just tweeted a picture of a Serena burger in a hipster restaurant she's in. Is she eating that or is she just seeing it, witnessing it? I think she's eating it. Fucking nice. Is it, is it like a spider crab Serena burger? Like a soft-shelled sort of crab yeah. thing. Yeah, that, is, that does look like a soft-shelled crab. Fuck me, that's some gourmet Serena Burger shit, that. Jesus, fuck. Sorry. She can't hear us talking to her right, right now because, you know, we're not live. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I, you know, both coaches are very experienced. Yep. Um, the, I, is, is it that they fear him more? You think? Um, nah. Oh, look, at, at the end of the day, I, I think I think the Broncos are a young squad that are still still coming together, whereas the Storm have enough of a spine that have played for for a thousand years together. Yeah. That they can basically be a coach on the field. Yeah. And and no matter how good he is and how how um you know exciting his style of gameplay is, good old fucking catfish Milford yep isn't the sort of player to to be barking instructions to to the Corey Parkers of the world yeah telling him where to go yeah yeah this is it's going to be one of those hopefully you know one of those great games that tells us where things are going a little bit gives a bit of insight because this one should you know let us know where the Broncos are in terms of the comeback you know, rather than rather than playing against a, a clearly out of sorts dog side and and you know an eel side that's had fucking kitchen sink thrown at them this mm. year, so uh, you know the storm humming along okay. So yeah, and it's also a good test for the storm as well because I mean yeah they were yeah you know, they had some down weeks yeah you know, not that long ago either. So yeah, that's it. 
I think the storm down in Melbourne though. Uh, unless the Broncos are genuinely back and you know turn on some kind of sparkling fucking rugby league. Uh, the mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Canberra Raiders at Brookvale Oval on Saturday afternoon. Uh, this one is will be I guess a you know Jamie Lyon celebration sort of day. It was supposed to be his last Brookie game. Uh, injury has prevented that from happening, so it's, it's just going to be a bit of a, a bit of a Jamie Lyon day I think. And uh, as a result, I think Manly going to win Canberra. Looking, they, they Canberra want to lose a game. Uh, they almost got their wish last week. Um, this week, wish granted. Yeah, no, I'm tipping Canberra for this one. And I think that they're in the sort of mood that that they'll be going into this game hesitant from last week. You know, I think they, they probably went a bit cocky against Parramatta. They yep. won't make that same mistake twice. Um, and I think they'll win this one comfortably. Gold Coast Titans take on the Penrith Panthers. Hope Solo Coliseum, a home game with potential finals appearance on the line against another side that is, uh, you know, equally as as keen to seal their place or you know secure their place in the finals. So it's a game with a lot on the line. One of the more one of the more high stakes game of the weekend, to be honest. Games of the weekend. I I think the Gold Coast need to win more than Penrith do. Yep. Um, definitely, they definitely do. E- yeah. Even if we lose both our remaining games. And the teams below the Titans win both of their remaining games, which is yep. going to be very, very tough for them to do. Um, we still get there on for and against. So, yeah. Um, yeah un- unless they win both games by 30 points. Yep. To nil. Yep. Um, this one being like a double uh, double yeah, points sort of thing, if you know, effectively, though, for depriving you guys of two points and gaining two points themselves, plus yep. with the for and against yep. becoming, you know. Um, it, look, we're not fighting for a top four here. Yep. So, so my concern is that the Penrith are going to clock off a little bit. I think this is a big test for their mental fortitude. The Gold Coast isn't a horrible road trip, but it is a road trip. Yep. Uh, the Gold Coast have classically done very well against yep. the Panthers, um, but it it will really stand to be seen if if these guys can can stand up and get counted. Yep. You know, your your Merrins, these guys, your Latus need to take it to the Titans. Yep. Uh, and really dominate them, but I think we've got plenty of, of potential to do it. Well, you should, you should, you should be able to handle them unless, uh, you know, MVP Jared Haynes has to uh, do some Haynes shit. Haynes, should, yeah, he will do some Haynes shit. He's going to be reliving that first catch he had in the NFL over and over and over. <laughs> it's motherfucking Groundhog Day for you, <laughs> Haynes, and it will be this year's Rookie of the Year. All right. Ash Taylor passing him the ball for the winning field goal. Is that what you're saying? No. When oh, I thought you were talking about the rookie of the year. Yeah, I am. Ash Nathan Taylor, Ash Taylor, rookie of the year, throwing Nathan him the ball for the, to Clary. deliver the, the death blow. Nothing there. Cronulla Southern Sharks take on the Sydney Roosters at Reclaim Australia Stadium Saturday night. If the Sharks Why? are fucking serious... They, they need to win this they game. Have, they have to arrest the slide. Yeah. And they have to do it now. I think the Roosters will get out to a lead in this one. Yep. Um, before Cronulla mount a little bit of a comeback and then the Roosters just give up on it. I think Cronulla will win it in a close one, but I think the Roosters will give them an almighty shock. Yep. Roosters seem very keen on you know playing a spoiler role and giving their fans something to look forward to next year. Mm-hmm. You know when they hopefully you know for them have a have a an uninterrupted and you know completely non disrupted undisruptive you know, situation with players and dogs and and uh, you know 
whatever else, yayo and drinking and the rest of it. Yep. Beating wives, you know, who didn't actually, but, you know, allegations and so forth. Uh, look, I mean, I'm, I'm tipping this, the Sharks because it's at home. One, because it's their home game, and that's not really the main reason, but the two is just, if they're fucking serious, they just need to... They need to turn this shit around and they need to do it right now. And I'm just really interested to see if, uh, you know, Gallon coming back in has that much of an impact. Um, oh, yeah, they haven't looked like they've missed him too much. Yeah. Um, he's, I think they obviously planned to not have him around, so. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's going to play three State of Origin games a year and that's all you're guaranteed. Yep. And, uh, and let's see if uh, Barber can get a bit more involved as well and try and capture some of his form from not that long ago, to be honest. Um, look, I'm, I'm still going for the Sharks because I just think the Sharks have to. Yeah. And, and you know, when it comes down to it, it comes down to doing that extra effort, then, you know, yep. that's usually enough. Uh, uh, the Warriors take on the West Tigers Sunday afternoon over there at Mount Smart Stadium. Two clubs that are probably done for the year now and know it. Tigers, theoretically. Yeah. If the Titans lose both of their matches, yeah, and the West Tigers win both of their matches, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, yeah, we're they're in they're in mathematical territory now. Yeah, and where where their their destiny really isn't in their hands. That's but, right. Um, again, just based on the fact that that Newcastle, uh, Newcastle, the Warriors came out last week and just completed horribly when they yep. needed to win a game. Yep, and the Tigers came out and played with no heart mm-hmm. when they needed to win a game. Uh, and I think that if, if they can get off to a quality start against the Warriors, that'll give them enough of a happy feeling for their forwards to actually do something for them. Yeah, and they might be able to... And, like, the reverse is true as well. They might be able to break the Warriors, mm. you know, from from their side. Mm. But, um, yeah, I just... I think the Tigers are going to win. I, I, I haven't looked up how they traditionally travel over there. Um... How they go in New Zealand, but I just think on paper they've made the you know, rank and rank into the wing. So uh, David Nofaluma in in the the fullback position. So hopefully that changes a lot of their a lot of the misfortune from last, yes. from last week with their rank and very unhappy. Um, but yeah, I, I see I see nothing recommending the Warriors other than the fact it's their home ground. Mm. Uh, Newcastle Knights take on the South Sydney Rabbitohs at Hunter Stadium Sunday afternoon. This will be your Channel Nine game. What a fucking cracker, Channel Nine. Yeah. Well done. Souths. Yeah, the Souths factor. Nice diabolical. Um, yeah, look, Souths will win this game. They should win it very comfortably. I, yeah. I don't think they've got any reason to clock off for the year. They still seem pretty intent on... on and even if they wins. do, you have to do us a nice. Yeah, it's Newcastle. Paramount Eels take on the St. George Illawarra Dragons Monday night foot pitch at the Pillow Fortress of Pertex Stadium. Mm. Um, I think Parramatta come away with this one. The Eels of last week versus the Dragons of last week. Yep, definitely. Last, you know, last start, then, you know, yeah. Plus, Semi's got another week under his belt. Um, uh-huh. I thought Gutho was very, very good. Again. Last he's, week, he has running been, the ball. Yeah, he's been um, good a couple of weeks and now. And if he, if he starts getting getting involved and, and running it early, early in the tackle count this week as well, I think it'll be too much for the Dragons. Um, just what the Dragons show they put up last week. There. We'll see what this Drew Hutchinson, you know, we'll see how we'll see how he goes. I mean, you know, Mary's put a lot of, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of faith in him. Yeah, by dropping by dropping Benji and putting him in there, yep. and scapegoating Benji, then this kid will need to you know reap dividends and not a bad at least some sort of dividends. Him. Not a bad way to say to him. Well, there's nothing I, on I the line now, seen, and 
They've yeah. said Benji will play the week after as his farewell. Yeah, he'll get his farewell, yeah. Um, so to this kid, it's like, well, you know, go out there, go and play. If you kill it, you're not playing next week. If you fuck up, you're not playing next week. Get out yeah. there and just see what you think. So. Yeah, you've got nothing to play for because you're not playing next week, motherfucker, all exactly. right? So uh, just go out there and have a Hodges. Yep. Have a Hodges debut. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in any case, I, mean, I, think, I think the Eels should be able to get him, though. Yeah. That is full time for episode 236. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash this week in league. So make sure you hit the like button, share the post around, and uh, I see you motherfuckers. I see you guys that share it each week, so you know, you're my favourites at this stage. Fantastic. Uh, no new iTunes reviews this week, so those people aren't my favourites, the people who thought of doing a review and didn't. Um, so it'd be great to get some more of those before the end of the year. And also remember the mystery. Help us solve the mystery of where all the people are coming from because uh, I really just want to know. Mm. Yeah, it, the the people are coming. So it's presumably it's like a you know like a favourable you know flattering. You know, whatever, if you, know, if you have thrown some referrals out there, yeah, let us know not. so we can credit you accordingly. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Supercoach. Obviously, these competitions are winding down. We've been through the first. Uh, two weeks of playoffs now is I think and uh, so we're into the third weeks of the playoffs um, for the Tard Cups and the main ones but on our group where it just comes down to straight score uh, NZ underscore Magpie 54 on top still the Pool Sharks not out of it in second the Wendells still not out of it either in third and then we move back through the ranks a little bit with Bobbers Too Much Tuners Ram and Robbo Ives Seagulls Dave's Doggies Q, All and Puds Picks rounding out the top 10 and tipping can I just say, yes. any anyone who logged in to your Supercoach team last week, yep. you're the real winners. Yep. Anyone that has the fucking patience to do that for a full season, yep. I salute you, sir. Or look, ma'am. Look, uh, last, last season I did very well with Supercoach, and this, this season I didn't. And I think that it's, uh, my commitment to Supercoach this year is best illustrated by the fact that I've got about 14 trays left <laughs> in the final. When, you know, realistically, yeah. I should be running out <laughs> in the two weeks before the end of the, you know, or, or whatever. So, yeah, that says it all, really. Um, tipping, Whitey on top. He has uh, broken the deadlock and is on top 131. One point back, we have David Kingston and Lemon. Oh, sorry, David Kingston. And then a further point back, we've got Lemon. Further point back, Desi's Ducks. Another point back, we've got SNS Marla. Another point back, we've got Matthew Bell and JB and uh, Erebus Chaos. Michael Rothery. And then one point back, Bulldogs, Bulldog Wixie. So the top 10's actually closed up a little bit, but we've got a point between first, second, third, fourth. So... Every tip is important now, and it was a good effort. Seven, seven right last week is, uh, which probably lost on the Cronulla game, I reckon, for Whitey getting his perfect round, and that would have just about killed it if he got a perfect round. Everyone needs to go Penrith this week to make sure that no one's gaining on you or uh, or extending a lead. <laughs> yep. Yep, and as always with the large influx of new listeners, let you know about some other podcasts in the family. Uh, if you're into MMA, get around uh, this week in MMA. It's another show I do. Just check it out on just do a search on iTunes, you'll find it. Um, or go to twimo.com, twimma.com. And also, if you want one about pop culture, movies, comics, fucking what else? TV, just general shit talking about movie stuff that sort of thing general pop culture Rocks and Diamonds podcast also on iTunes look that up as well I think it's rocksanddiamonds.com um, and yeah that's it that's all I've got time for this week sensational so uh, it's almost finals time as always enjoy your footy if you're in the mix 
And if not, who would have thought at the beginning of the Bali. year that it'd be my team heading into the top eight? Not yours. Probably us. Probably yeah. everybody. Yeah, really. Fucking <laughs> <up> Oracles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, and everybody who who knows that, that Trent Barrett is fucking a terrible coach and uh and uh it's a results driven business and you'll still be driving it even without the results. <laughs> Can't hold. Um but yeah. <laughs> Enjoy your footy. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>